Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of Kiddle Who, where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows, and video games. My name is Jamie, and co-hosting with me, as always, is the boy with the best hair in the business, Rory Kid. Listen, it's fine. <laughs> is it class? It's class. It's fine. It's fine. It's uh, fine. To my immediate right, Captain Class himself, Cameron McDonald. It's fine. <laughs> no, I don't have anything else to say. Rory fucking it's class and fine. I stole it. I'm returning for the second time. The author with too much knowledge to offer, Gregor Muir. Hi, uh, it's fine. It? <laughs> it's, it, oh, it is fine. It's fine. It's fine to be here. Oh, it's are class, we? Actually, it's, oh, class. it's good to have you back. Class. Hi, thanks. Yeah, you excited? I am a buzz. This excitement. was your original topic that I poo pooed. Ah, uh, you poo pooed all over it, didn't you? Because it's over it. just too high highfalutin and high concept and. It might be a total disaster, so let's see how it goes. It'll let's, be fun, eh? Let's find out. Because famously, I have said that reading is for nerds. And famously, we will be having a duel at dawn, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you did slap me with that glove earlier. So. Sure did. It's a bit unexpected, <laughs> wasn't mean, it? it? was. Sitting down for <laughs> <Yeah>. dinner. Glove, <laughs> in, glove in the face. Take so that. now we are challenged to a duel at are dawn you? tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, so um, if those that don't realize, we, we mentioned this the first time Gregor was on the podcast. Gregor wanted to do literary figures in movies. And Rory said quickly, reading is for nerds. And that was poo-pooed very quickly. But we brought it back. And now Rory's accepted that he is also a nerd. Because Run, I like video games. Running dry on the old ideas. Pretty early, boys. Running, <laughs> <laughs> We're having to, having to recover that. Absolutely. That one was like, hell no. And uh, episode seven. Yeah, let's maybe bring that yeah, back. Let's, let's get a bit dry down this well. Ooh, it's dusty. The last idea we had was, let's get drunk and talk about Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, right. Scrape in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I just do that any day, you know, as yeah. normal. So. <laughs> about the Indiana Jones thing, I do want to, uh, for those that have tuned in for this week on week, mom, if you're out there, my aunties, if you're out there. Some Hi, cousins out Jamie there. and Rory's mom. I was shit-faced last week, which is why that podcast kind of derailed itself a little bit. We're back to normal now. I've only had three beers. Whoop, whoop. He's at his max. At my max. Some housekeeping before we kick off the news. Uh, guys, you can find us on Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, sorry, SoundCloud and Spotify. We upload a new episode every Monday morning. So if that fits into your commute, give us a download. And if you're a kind human being, uh, leave us a not-so-harsh review. And um, we're a bunch of five-star men, Rory. So hopefully five-star reviews all around. I'm a five-star man. Five-star man, too. Okay, moving on to the news. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't expecting you. Are you on Tinder? No, no you're on Bumble. You listen, Bumble. Cam, Pay attention. Cam. Right. Listen, there's, only, there's listen. only three microphones, right? <laughs> so when I'm not on the microphone, I'm going to have to get sidetracked. Well, I say, shall we set up a Patreon so that people who enjoy this will help us afford another microphone <laughs> so uh, that we can have four? What, what are we missing? A mic or a, a lead? We need, we need a mic and an XLR cable. Okay, so if we've got four <laughs> on the podcast, Cam sits... So. Cam sits a substitute and sits here on Tinder or spot. Or Jamie will randomly just Listen, give the mic. I live here. This is my Friday night off work. Okay, this is just me being let, at home. Let, let the me man live. bumble. Let me let me date virtually, please. Let him bumble into someone. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Bumble. We are sponsored this week by Bumble. <laughs> find your match today. No, bumble, your... a better way to find your girlfriend. Slash partner. Slash partner. Partner. Slash Come on, partner. we're PC. We're PC now. We're good. Let's carry on. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> news, you say? News. Rory, first news story. You've, you've added to the news first before me. You That's better believe First it. time you've ever done that. I am so into the news now that... 
I feel had, like an adult. I knew what the topic was this week, so I thought I might as well contribute. I feel like thing. a 14-year-old discovering modern studies. Yeah, it's great. Okay, first news story. You've got down here Red Dead, Red Dead, uh, Red Dead 2 sales. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2. Cam and I have been playing this religiously every day. As in only on Sundays. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've been playing this daily. Hey, mister. You're all right, boy. <laughs> You're a good boy. You're a good boy. <laughs> Arthur Morgan is an absolute legend. Yeah. Anyway, Cam and I have been playing Red Dead 2. We're loving the game. The game is great, but sales-wise, in the last in the eight days that it has been on sale, mm. it sold over 15 million units, right. which has surpassed already the total amount of sales as Red Dead One, which is insane. Yeah, that's because Red Dead One was a great game. Uh, this so is... I don't know if their marketing has been different or. Yeah, no, I think I think a lot of this stems from GTA Five did so well True, that their yeah. reputation precedes them. Like this Red Dead Two was always going to do well. Did you play uh, GTA Five? Yes, yeah. I am a human. With, I am a human with a pulse. Online? Ergo, I did. I uh, I only very briefly yeah. dabbled with online, and then was like, "Ah, oh, I'm scared. There's other yeah. humans here. I don't like playing games online. I like to be in my little nest by <laughs> okay. myself. Like, I'm off in my own little world. I don't but, want but, yeah, like you're some right. thirteen year old wading yeah. in, being like, "Hey, I'm in your story now." Also, I have a rocket launcher. Like, your right. no. mom sucks a dicks. Yeah, you're... give me give me Riven any day. God, no, <laughs> fuck Riven. <laughs> There's nine discs. My my favorite memory of GTA 5 was probably I played a lot of online with my friends from school and Jamie finally got it uh, on an Xbox. I think you were living in London at the time. Mm. Lloyd had an Xbox. And we had developed a structure, even though GTA 5 online is meant to be a bit loose and guns blazing, you do missions together that need to be structured so that you can get the maximum amount of money and XP. We invite Jamie into our party and we go, right, we need to take this block and then get to the top of this building. So we all park our cars and line up. Yeah, Jamie this. is late to the party <laughs> and goes in, guns blazing. <laughs> goes, where are these fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm dead. <laughs> Guys, come revive me. That, no, you're out now. You just have to observe until we finish. This is shite. <laughs> no. Uh, it was shite. You didn't, you didn't save me. Is there an online component to Red Dead 2? There's going to be. The, the beta has been launched, but I've not looked into it yet. Okay. This is what I don't understand. You bought an Xbox One. Yeah. But is, is the Xbox not what you're supposed to use if you want an online game, and the PlayStation is used for the ones that want a no, game on the not own? necessarily. I, I only... I Now that I have a PlayStation, I feel like I enjoy it more. I like the controller more. I think the interface is a lot better. Isn't it? PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. But the not, reason was... I bought an Xbox was because... Eddie, Duncan, Boehner, Pidge, your they boys, all had your Xboxes. Had them, yeah. So my f- if I Sounds like play... a horrendous stag do that list of names. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, Pidge, Dunk, Boehner. Prop. <laughs> quick Boy. maths. Boys, 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 quick <laughs> maths, quick maths. Uh, yeah, see, I, I thought, no, it was not in the last generation. It, I think it was that the Xbox Live system was more reliable than sony's network so you wouldn't drop so. it so that's why people were like oh if you're that's, gonna play games that's online that's why you should be xbox. playstation have gradually gotten to that point it's better now, yeah, yeah they've kind of flipped over from xbox but and they're, they're the superior the, well, and i think yeah. xbox will then take over next this time generation definitely has been the superior for games and for quality and for your online services yeah not for handsomeness though because i've got an xbox boys on your own on your Todd over there, on your island of Xbox. Well, I have an Xbox. And my brother's got an Xbox. Uh, what do you use, yeah, Your Xbox, your PlayStation. I use my Xbox for Netflix. No, there you go. <laughs> Woo! 
350 pounds for Netflix. New story number two. You've put down here, Roy, this again. Yours. We can block this one if you want. We talked about it over We've got a lot of news. Okay, skipping on. New, uh, new story number two. Because I can one of my know what it was. Ooh, what, how tantalizing. <laughs> what could it have been? Well, some could of that admin could have been done off mic. <laughs> anyway. We did. We talked about it over there. New, okay, number two. Netflix's Daredevil is now cancelled. From uh, Yeah. Is so it? A couple of weeks ago, we mentioned that Iron Fist was cancelled. Mm. I was super happy about Luke that. Luke Cage also got cancelled. Luke Cage the week after got cancelled. And now Daredevil, after season three, is now cancelled. You've said Season here, three, so far, I've not finished it yet. Super good. Amazing. Yeah, people have He's said. ditched his Daredevil costume and he's back in the black mm. face mask. It's it's amazing. So you put it's down pretty. here, this is probably due to the Disney um, sharing service, the streaming service, sorry, that is going to rival yeah. Netflix. So they're starting um, their own streaming thing. Since you wrote this, it actually was released. It's going to be called Disney Plus. Okay. And they have also announced that one of the first seasons to be uh, to, to launch on this site will be a Loki standalone Marvel series. Now, my only question is, have we all seen Infinity War? I still have not. Okay, so spoiler alert. I'm cool with it. I don't care. I don't care about spoilers. Spoiler away. This Loki series, it's either... Hey, Siri. (laughs) (laughs) Show me Loki series. (laughs) It's either before Infinity War or he's not actually dead. It'll have to be before Infinity War because spoiler alert. Wait, he got he died. Fuck out. He died pretty bad. Holy guac. He I'm only. You Thank haven't you. seen it? I've seen it. I've he got it. his life choked out of his throat. By whom? By Thanos. Big bad Thanos. Big purple Who's Thanos. Alien. Big purple daddy. Big purple daddy as well. The hamburglar? Yes. <laughs> Correct. Is he purple? Yeah, from McDonald's. Oh, no, no, he's not purple. There is a pur- there is a purple one. There's say. a purple like Lobby monster. Yeah, thing, yeah. He's like giant, he looks like a giant jelly Thanos. top. I just think he likes fries. He's <laughs> called Thanos. He looks like he looks like a giant jelly top. He's got a chin like a scrotum. And he choked Loki out. Yes, he did. Bosh. Forgot the safe word, didn't he? Yep. Yep. Humble abepala inja is the safe That's word. That's not a real word. No. It is. It's a Zulu phrase to mean go fuck a dog. Oh wow. Anyway, anyway what <laughs> people say this isn't educational, well, and well, yet here we there are. There you go, this is, listeners. This, this is coming from the same boy who was trying to convince people <laughs> that palm oil came, <laughs> came from the sweaty hands of orangutans. <laughs> no, I'm liar. sorry. So that was a lie, a legit lie. No, it wasn't. You were, you were standing by that. Zulu, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The we're going to save the orangutans. The Zulu phrase I got taught by, a, by an African. Vague. <laughs> South African. Okay. Yeah. I got I got taught this old Gallic word by a European. <laughs> Does he know his I'm stuff? Sorry. Yeah, probably. He's from Europe, isn't he? I believed him. Yeah, that's alright then. Svebe. You don't know what that means. Don't you Roy. call you, you if you call me Svebe again, I will <laughs> come God. over there. Like this jewel is back on. <laughs> news. Come on, the news. News. Sorry, news. 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 Roy, will you invest in Disney Plus? Maybe. I'll need to see what else they're bringing to the table. When you think about what they're putting, uh, the streaming services that you'll have to invest in. I pay in. so much more for other Netflix, anyway. Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. Is there any more? Hulu. Hulu. Uh, BBC iPlayer, do you need no, to pay you for that? Well, your you TV license. Your license. No, no, TV license, which I pay for. Uh, we all pay for our TV licenses. That's why we use iPlayer. I pay for the TV license. I refuse to. <laughs> well, there you go. Because so. we don't watch TV. Say la vie. Say la vie. Um, no, so I pay for Netflix. And I will probably never give up my Netflix account because I think it's worth it, even if they take this stuff off Netflix. Um, Disney, I can actually see the benefit in investing this over Amazon and over Hulu. It's got a lot of stuff in there that I would watch. 
It depends what they put on it. If they yeah, put, yeah. if they put on like if they put in back catalog, here's all our old Disney stuff. This has all got our licensing on it. We're putting it all on there. All the kids TV shows from the Disney Channel back in the day. Stick it all on there, streaming and the new stuff. Yeah, class. But I don't class. know if they will. It might be class. It might be fine. <laughs> <laughs> as long as that's so Ravens on it, that's all I care about. Disney Channel stuff. Disney Plus. Or that's so oh. Raven. What, what, was what, that Nickelodeon? What's the two kids in the in the hotel? Uh, Zach no, and Cody. Zach and yeah, Sweet Life. Sweet Life. Yeah, Sweet Life. Zach and Cody. Ross's kid Ben on a boat. <laughs> is that? Is it? Yeah. Ross's kid Ben. Yeah. Is a twin. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different. No, 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 no. That's a different. That that kid. That kid is called Corey something. He's also in Riverdale. He's no, like, he's like a heartthrob now. It is. When Ben, you know when Rachel teaches Ben a bad word? <sighs> Different children. Guys, you can't tell little blonde boys apart. And it's an important part of life. <laughs> Officer Cab. Um, don't approach little blonde boys. <laughs> that would be my advice. Just don't do it. Aye, but if they're on TV... What's wrong with them? They're just like every other boy. <laughs> they're there in front of me. No, they're different. I'm no, confident they're no, different the children. The little blonde boy from Friends has turned out to be a proper heartthrob. He's in Riverdale now. He plays... Is he? Let's change the subject Let, let's. from little blonde boys. <laughs> <laughs> Next news story, because this one's, this one's dragging on into, into weird <laughs> tangents. Rory, news story number four. Three even, because we've, we've mixed <laughs> the up the whole 100 toddlers list has been unveiled. <laughs> there is a new Coen Brothers film released on Netflix. It's called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's a collection of Wild West stories, each with different attitudes and cast members. Come on, all now. united by a common theme, ironic death. Um, Mark Camor Mo- um, reviewed it. I listened to it earlier on the week. He loved it. Um, well, actually, he preferred some of the stories over, over I think, one or two. Um, but it's getting... Really, really good reviews. Coen Brothers at their at their best, apparently. Nice. You interested? Is it a film Possibly, or is it like a yeah. series? Film. It's straight, a film released straight on Netflix. A film on Netflix. Okay. Straight to Netflix. But it's like uh, yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, I I like their all their other movies. It's like you remember how the Babe Lebowski starts and the tumbleweeds roll in and you get a narration like I know I uh, someone a narrator pops in and you hear like a voiceover. Yes. Supposed to be the same kind of thing, but it's a series of collection of stories. A book opens and each chapter is a new story, but there's someone narrating the beginning of the chapter. Cool. Like Shrek. Super, super Big Lebowski meets <laughs> True Grit, I think. That's what just like Shrek. Just Big like Lebowski Shrek. meets True Basically Grit. Basically just that's like what, Shrek. That's where the early reviews of Shrek were pretty much. It's like, you don't need to watch it, just watch I mean, Big Lebowski really, and True Grit. Really, really high input there, Rory. Well done. Just like Shrek. Just like Shrek. He opens a book at the start. He does. He rips a page out and wipes his bum. Wipes his bum. What a load of... That probably says crap. Actually, turns out that film... Does not stand up Don't to rewatching. CGI is really bad. It's bad, yeah. It? Yeah, it's bad. You watch your mouth, both of you. Have is you it, seen it lately? Is it is a jewel it. coming? It looks old. It looks old. Does it? I've not watched it in a long time. But they're both, they're all listen, amazing. Listen, it's fine. Is it? Mm. But it's class at the same time. <laughs> Someone else, I actually watched this, well, it was on TV the other day. You know the part where the proclaimers are playing the, uh, the bit, I'm on my way, yeah. and they're off to they're get. They're not playing, they're just no, in the sun. But they're off to get Fiona, and they stop. <laughs> They're off to get Fiona, yeah. and they stop off and they make a we campfire. Yeah. The next morning, yeah. I didn't realize it when I watched this as a kid. But Donkey pisses on that fire to put it out. Yeah, like you see him, full, you see him full pee. That's class. <laughs> that is class. He, he full pees. He, not full just on. a half, not not a third. Full on pee. Yeah. Good. So that that story was about the Coen Brothers, but we talked about Shrek. Good. I know. I saw, it was a good a good dissection You're of a, a new... the Coen Brothers. Maybe stick to Netflix for a while. Yeah. Yeah, so honestly, I'm going to watch this next week. It, it looks real good. Greg, you going to watch it? 
you I like might the do. Like the Corn Brothers? I I find their stuff a little bit hit and miss, to be honest. What do you like I, and not like? Uh, I like some of them and I don't like others. That's a good question. Good answer. Yeah, good answer to that question. Uh, what all have they done? Uh, they did. Um, oh, did brother, they? where art thou? I mean, that's that's a really that good is film. definitely great. They were that, a, is, that is unequivocally keep one finding of the best themselves in tight spots. In, yeah. uh, oh, oh, we're in last tight spots. Twenty years. That's that's absolutely sensational. Burn after reading. Uh, I'm not that's sure a about it. Film. That's, that's a great film. That's the thing. I've heard people who love it, but I'm, I came I'm out of it like meh. I loved it. I know it was good. I would say fine. fine. Favorite Coen Brother film is yeah either Fargo or The Big Lebowski. Actually, no. Fargo's Old great. Brother We're Out There is probably my favorite, yeah. and the other two are the soundtrack of Old Brother We're Out There was great. That's I, why I, I loved Cannibal Corpse in that film. Yeah, they were yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Who was in that film? I've seen it. <laughs> oh, like a bunch of... You'd love it. It's all like country. It's country, yeah, it's country, country guys. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. You know when we play Red Dead and you see three guys? There's actually a Old oh, Brother We're Out There cameo in Red Dead, yeah. I was I was just wandering down the street. Soggy bottom boys. Three guys in striped prison suits chained together run out of the street and ask for help and they all sound like the Soggy oh, Bottom Boys. That's good, that's good. We, we just chained from a train track. If, if you've you not seen this, out. you need to watch this. It's a really good film. It's class. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's, I'm not, I'm not it's even fine. doing it intentionally anymore, but it's, it's fine. class. It it's fine. Um, okay, cool. Coen Brothers. Uh, new story number four. I've got The Crimes of Grindelwald, the new Harry Potter spin-off film, is getting relatively solid reviews by IGN, eight, uh, an 8.8 on IMDb, but Rotten Tomatoes, six points, uh, what, 66%. So critics hate it, but the fans love it, is what yeah. people are saying. Yeah. That must mean that maybe... Johnny Depp dies early in the movie, but all those all the like hardcore Harry Potter fan yeah, movie they'll, fans they'll love it are gonna anyway, love it yeah, anyway. Yeah. You could release two and a half hours of pish like most of the Harry Potter films, and they would love it. Controversial, bit of spice, bit of spice oh, tossed down. I think what's happened on a on a, a I actually agree on an honest note. <laughs> I think J.K. Rowling has got a pretty dense world in Harry Potter, and I think the movies don't do the stories justice. I think you need to put them in books. <laughs> to be fair, see all the scenes when it's just like uh, in Azkaban, which is the best film, mm. when it's Gary Oldman and uh, I can't remember the actors, but um, Alan, Alan Rickman, or, yeah, Lupin, and um, that his actor's name's going to bother me. The when, werewolf man. Yeah, when they're in the house, when they're in the, sh- when they're in the shrieking shack, oh, and Peter Pettigrew, and it's all the the adult actors acting. Yeah. It's really, really good. That's and good then scene. Daniel Radcliffe just comes along, and just fucking ruins the whole thing. You killed me. You killed my mother. <laughs> The child actors are terrible. His acting is... Who was it? Was it you and me? It was like overacting in Harry Potter. I can't remember who I was talking to about it. It was like... It's just randomly really good acting with older actors. Really, oh, really good acting. And then there's just Daniel... Ra- <laughs> he was a friend! Uh, yeah, it's where he breaks down. <laughs> he was a friend! And he, he's not crying. There are no tears. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I trusted you! Yeah. Shut accent. up, Daniel. Ugh. Terrible overacting. If no, only like, we could have a discussion about books versus movies or something like <laughs> no, that. Oh, that's, that's what a perfect segue. That's a goo. We're getting to it. <laughs> but I, I do I do think J.K. Rowling's problem, because she wrote the movies and these new movies. She's jumping in from a movie perspective. Harry Potter! Did she actually write them, though? Or did she just, mm. like, no, she, she was just part of the writing team? I, th- I, think, like, part, sort of I think part of the them. deal was she said to Warner Brothers, you'll only get to make them if I get to write them. Hmm. Yeah. 
she's old. not. I mean, but she's, she's not, not a scriptwriter. Yeah. That, that's the problem. She's jumping in with these, and they're so dense. Uh, I watched the first one the other day. The what's it? The Fantastic. I like Fantastic. Based on where to find them. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was great. There's a lot of underlying detail in there. If you're not paying attention to every part of the film, a lot is threaded in that references one back to the original books and two into the lore of Pottermore. Yeah. If you don't go into Pottermore. And it makes sense. fans will know that classic part. Yeah, but lore. you can't rely on fans to know excess detail by going onto the website. And yeah, but you can out. watch it without knowing that stuff. I've watched it. I don't know that stuff, and I thought it's yeah, yeah it's, good. it's pretty good. Yeah. Who's read the original Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? I didn't even know there was a book. There's a little. It's not a book. It's like a little red book. Oh, yeah, a book. yeah, sure, it's a book. It's a little. It's, a it's little, not a book. It's, it's a, a little red book. <laughs> <laughs> very different to other books. That's very M&S. Yes. It's not just a book. <laughs> it's a little red, red book, book. Full of fantastic beasts. But yeah, it has little drawings and little... It's just... A, oh, actually, it's yeah. Like, no, now like now you say it. And there was another one that's like the rules of Quidditch or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. that as well. That's the Quidditch one. through the ages. Yeah, good to get on the mic. Me Thanks. and Ross used to, in primary school, we used to go through that little red book and then we'd... Because some of them the wouldn't have pictures. They would just have the descriptions and then we would... Oh, no, no pictures. No, but we would draw the pictures ourselves. That was half the magic, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> but now they've made films, that magic's gone. Because oh, we were like, yeah, gone. that's what it looks like there. It is. Yeah. And it's all its CGI glory. Books are better than films, lads. Yeah, just, totally. And how do you think disagree. I have to feel when I'm rereading the books and I'm picturing Daniel Radcliffe? It's just <laughs> awful. It's just awful. <laughs> that did spoil it for me. Like, Hermione, for me, wasn't attractive. Emma Watson's attractive. Hermione, for me, who has... Stupid fucking mental as hair. A, as yeah, a book character. The whole point is that Hermione wasn't attractive and that's why she was like a... Because, you know, she was a badass. She wasn't just this pretty little damsel in distress. She was a total badass. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's a fit Absolutely. badass. And the only time she's ever called attractive is at the Yule Ball where she does up to go to, to, to go shag uh, yeah. Victor Crumb and Ron gets jealous. Decent. Underage. Underage, right? 14 years old. 14. Horny fucking teenagers. Ah. Well, how old were they in 14? It's a fourth book. 14, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Any little blonde boys in that film? <laughs> Shut up, Malfoy. That's going to get you put on Malfoy! <laughs> Fucking Malfoy. Easier little blonde boy. Another, another Malfoy. Malfoy, now really famous in Riverdale as a heartthrob. Really? No. No. <laughs> every blonde boy is now in Riverdale. Why is everyone... The I've cast never is seen entirely Riverdale. little blonde boys what from the 90s Riverdale? and early 2000s. Yeah, Riverdale. No. Uh, all the girls are going mad for Riverdale. I know it's on Netflix. All the girls are going mad. It's, no, it's not the same as Emmerdale. I'm... I'm <laughs> You are correct. It's a genuine is it? Is it the Glasgow version of Emmerdale? No, that's River, no, that's River City. <laughs> River City. Oh, that's so good. Right, move on, move on. Uh, new story number, f- what is it, we on five? I'm fired through these already. Avengers 4, the running time, Please apparently, do. the running time is equal to three hours, apparently. They're pitching Same it. Same as this podcast. So, Avengers, <laughs> <laughs> Avengers 4 co-creator and director Joe Russo stated that the running time for Avengers 4 is currently sitting right at the three-hour mark. Um, we'll see if that holds, I quote. They'll probably do some cuts. Probs. Probs. They, don't, they don't want it to feel like, no offense, Cam, Lord of the Rings. Offense taken. <laughs> I love the Lord of the Rings. I Great watch, movie. I could watch the extended editions all the time. I couldn't. Oh, and it would take all the time. It would take all the time. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Would, you, would you sit through a three-hour Avengers I mean, film? Yeah. Gregor didn't, hasn't seen the last 15 films. So. I will, because... Because it's the Avengers, you love it. and I'm You're super invested. into the the storyline. Love everything. about Tony Stark. Love a bit of that. Love a bit of Thomas Holland. Oh, I'm Tom Holland. Here's my here's my impression of the day. That's your impression of the week. Oh, is I'm Tom Holland. <laughs> I'm Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. Where, where's he from? <laughs> 
Who? I'm from London. Oh, I see. I'm Spider-Man. Oh. did not say Spider-Man the first time, you horrible boy. <laughs> Check the recording. Did we have Roy saying Spider-Man? <laughs> so is this Me co- Aunt May, she's really good looking and Tony Stark likes to hit on her, and, but I'm Spider-Man. And, and, and It's a little Australian, <laughs> if you don't mind my saying. Yeah, you go full on Courtney Spider-Man. Oh. Bloody Spider-Man. Get out of my way. I'm all right, mate. I'm all right, mate. Um, Don't worry about it. Essentially, to to answer the current question, I would probably not go and see an Avengers film if I knew it was going to be three hours long. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a long time to be doing anything, to be honest. Of course. But to sit in a cinema and watch that, where you're not going to get up or you're you're wanting to be like, right, I'm in here for three hours. Like, if you're watching, like, uh, an NFL game and Mm. it goes on for three hours, Mm. that's fine because you're probably. Up and about, getting yeah, yeah. going to the back, like you're doing other things. You pop Three hours just to sit and just watch a thing mm. is actually—it's a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you say <laughs> that, you say that, you say that, but I really, 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 really enjoy doing that. Like I like a very I mean, long. If movie. the story is captivating enough, but I mean, it, it won't feel like three. Hours. I reckon if it's three hours long, there is fat to trim. I'm in the minority. <laughs> I'm in the minority where I think long films are better. Like definitely, people like short, snappy films, hour and a half. Agreed, you are in the minority. So fine, Gregor won't watch <laughs> it, but we will. It's fine. I probably um, will watch it, but in like twenty twenty eight or something. New story number six. Hang on. Will this um, be the last one? <laughs> this yeah, I'll probably make this last one. Uh, the Satanic Temple has filed a fifty million dollar copyright lawsuit against Netflix and Warner Brothers because they claim the Netflix series, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has copied the organization's design for the statue of Baphomet. I have no idea what that whole sentence Baphomet. meant. You know that weird, you know the weird <laughs> statue of Satan you see where he's got like a goat's head uh, and like a weird body and he's doing that with his fingers. No. You know the, you, you know the, like the, t- the typical statue of Satan. You know, thought, the, you thought, know the typical you Satan know, statue. I Wait, picture you, Satan as a big red devil being gay with Saddam Hussein. <laughs> well, I, I, I picture, Come on, see? I picture my say, I, <laughs> I picture, I picture my side in wearing a tuxedo t-shirt that says, I'm formal, but I'm also here to party. What's that from? Talladega <laughs> Nights. Oh, okay. My, my little baby Jesus. Little baby, <laughs> prays to the little, he prays to the little baby Jesus. For sure, for sure. I have no input necessarily on this question. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about... I think uh, America is a very litigious country. People will sue for whatever they want. But <laughs> on The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the most interesting thing about it is that um, they is it- did their red carpet launch and the cat who plays Salem did the walk on the red carpet and there's photographs. It's an actual cat. It's an actual cat. An actual- and there's this little black oh, cat just looking have you like a proper baller on the red carpet. Have you watched it, the show yet? Um, I no. try to watch an does episode the cat, in the background. Does once. the cat talk like the TV show? No. See, the cat doesn't talk. Because uh, he was so sassy. That's bullshit. That was, that was, the whole, that was so much fun. Like Salem was he was the, one of the best characters. He was, yeah. Robo, Robo, you know, animatronic cat was brilliant. Yeah. And now, <laughs> now it's gone. Bullshit. It's just an actual cat. God damn it. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I hope they're probably getting sued, but they're probably not because they're ripping off Satan, which is a character from the Bible. He's not real. Okay. In my opinion. Speaking of literary characters. Speaking of, speaking literary, of literary characters, characters from the Bible. We're moving on. Big topic. What's big a topic? segue that we went back to? Big topic. Big, 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 big topic. As mentioned earlier, <laughs> our big topic this week is um, movies that Gregor likes because they were made from books first. 
That's not quite that's not what I've got written down. That's not what I've got on. The, that's not what I've got on the card. No, I know. We are, we're talking about literary figures in movies. Um, so we we you approached this originally from actors that no, sorry, um, characters from books that have transitioned into movies. Yes, I I, I did, um, and I think we've all kind of uh, taken that as we can. How am I trying to how am I trying to describe this? That was perfect. I think I think the the best description of this is we've taken books that are turned into movies and some interpretations of yeah, it. Yeah, basically. I mean, there's lots of books where you've actually got a, a good choice of interpretations. So a couple of characters that we're going to talk about. Little, they have been in many many a film or TV show give or us, whatever. Give us a back story here on you, Greg, quick, because you quite like books. I quite like books. Uh, my backstory is 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 heavily book based. Um, I was a tree in a in a <laughs> in a previous life, um, and I just it loved the feel down. of that paper. Um, yeah, no, I like I like books. Um, Did you have many friends? Uh, I had all the friends I wanted on, between on the, the island between the front and rear pages of every book. <laughs> I had <laughs> hundreds of friends. Um, there's a, there's a photo. I was at Gregor's last weekend. There's a photo of him that Greg, he was showing me of you as a, chi- as a kid. You are in the bath in that photo, but you've got these like bags. Creepy, it? I was a little yeah. blonde boy, wasn't I, Jamie? <laughs> Why do we keep going back to little blonde boys? He wasn't blonde, nowhere near. But then you got these like giant bags under his eyes, and Amy's like, "He's got bags under his eyes from all the books he reads." Oh, and yeah, he must be like, yeah. I mean, that's not what Amy's eyes like, but uh, yes, no. There's a ru- <laughs> the running joke was I Oop. had bags under my eyes because I'd stay up late reading. Um, but yeah, no, I've I read I read books. I like books. Um, You've also uh, written a book. I wrote a book, guy. Shameless a, plug. You want to plug your book? I heard you were oh, writing. It's, a it's book. not avail- I'm also writing another book. Uh, they're not available for purchase anywhere, so it's not much use plugging them. Um, but the, if anyone wants to borrow my copy of the book, <laughs> they're very welcome. What's your book called? What's, What's it that about? about? Uh, it's a sort of um, uh, a science fictiony crime thing set in a post-apocalyptic. World featuring many of our pals from uni is I'm in it. bit, but you are. Is there a small blonde boy? Uh, <laughs> there are. There is actually a small blonde boy in it. Is it is it class or is it just fine? I'd say uh, now a few years away from having written it, I would say it's fine. Is this our rating oh, really? now? Is this our rating of if something is good, it's it's probably. Fine. I think we go class or fine. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've I've read some of it. Um, I didn't get. You only it. read some of it. No, you didn't I, get through it. I read it. But I, know, I read. No, problem. I read about. I read about two thirds of it. Actually, I read. You read of it. really, yeah. You read two thirds of it, and then got bored as no, the, I, as the I denouement was approaching. I think I read two thirds of it because you sent it to me in a in a, an email, and I lost the email, yeah. and I was reading it in a PDF format. Oh well, and it wasn't interesting enough to ask me to resend it. That's oh, fine. I'm sorry. That's good. That's why I'm writing a new one because that'll be better. <laughs> anyway, I'm in it as a weird, weird homosexual character. Speaking mm. of literary figures that are homosexual, Dracula. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's a bit of a segue. I, I don't g- know. I just tried to move it on. <laughs> I love it when the, the we must be rambling if Rory is trying to get us <laughs> yeah. back on track. That's, so, a, that's a red flag. That's a new one for us. Yeah. yeah. So oh, okay, I, I I challenge the group to if we're going to do this, literary figures and movies, pick a book, pick a film that it coincides with, and we'll hash it out. Gregor, your first book that you picked was Dracula. Yes, Dracula by Bram Stoker. Did you read this book? What? No, I've never even heard of it. Yes, Why did I've you pick read. It then? I have read Dracula. Um, played by a man. Well, he's not played by well, anyone in the, the book. book. He is just the he is read the character. Read by you. Read by me. Yes. 
Um, he uh, the original novel was published in late 1800s, 1897. 1897. Um, yeah. on the notes. That's which an old is, book. It's, it, is a, it is an old book. And Bram Stoker, here's my fun fact for the podcast, he was born uh, 171 years ago yesterday. Really? In yeah. Ireland. He was Irish. Google did not tell me that. Usually they're quite on topic with the who died mm. and who's their birthdays well, on their homepage. Google let you down. Um, yep. But yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's obviously Dracula is. It's a class name. It is a it's about the the book. The book is about infection, imperialist infection. I studied at uni, know all about it. What is ah, that? I win. I'm excited to hear See, what Jamie has right. to bring to the party now. So I will just say right here, this is why I don't like reading. Oh, what's this about? I don't care. Look how great the movie let's is. Let's not dwell so on. So exciting. Let's not dwell. Look on. at the colors. Look at that. Ugh, things. Let's not dwell <laughs> on the themes of the book too much. Let's talk about how the book references the film. Because that's what we're about. Yes. We're a, movie, we're a movie podcast. I mean, the the book, basically any film you've ever seen that has vampires in it, basically takes something from this book. Twilight. Twilight. I mean, Twilight well, definitely. the reason that people it, yeah. reacted to Twilight went, that's not what vampires are like. They went, oh, they're sparkling, blah, 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 blah. That's not what vampires yeah. do. The, re- the position that they took of what I think vampires should do, Isn't pretty much it? all of that is based on Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, Dracula's the original. Yeah. He's your OG. He's your OG. Your OG vampire. He is. He's so, a baller. Bram Stoker. So Bram Stoker, I'm going to give a little bit of context because I did study this at uni. Um, Bram, Stoker's oh, yeah. I- Bram Stoker's Irish. And uh, he... Well worth the degree wrote the there. Book, <laughs> he wrote the book in 1847 while the occupation of Ireland was happening by the British Empire. He was born in 1847. Sorry. Sorry. When was the book published? 1897. 1897. So the Knowledge. Of the, you didn't even look at the notes. Eight, sure end, of the, end of the... Uh, 19th century. Yeah. Um he was like the com- he comments on basically like the whole infection of Transylvania and the infection of turning yourself into a vampire through bloodlines. His 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 argument is the British Empire in Ireland was tainting the Irish soil, the Irish uh the Irish blood, all that kind of stuff by so is the book based invading in Ireland? the country. No, no, he's Irish, but he makes like he makes a comparison between this fictitious land and Transylvania and infecting uh, the bloodlines in Ireland by using a real life person who was Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, well, yeah, sort of based on him, but not like, explicitly named right, in the book. Okay. So the book is kind of the the framework of the book is that this legal clerk called Jonathan Harker goes to Transylvania. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Neil. In the in the we'll get to the film in a moment. We're yeah, in no. book mode. You're p- sorry, putting sorry, pictures sorry. of Keanu Reeves in people's heads, and that'll ruin it. Or make it better. Yeah, yeah, it makes it better. Um, he, he is also a handsome laddie. He well, is a handsome laddie. He's he class. He's class. Um, uh, so he goes to. Tra- there's a, a a count in Transylvania who's buying some land in England. London. London. Um, yes, he's and he profit. goes to he essentially. So he is a count. Count Dracula. He's been counted. He is. No, it's uh, more of the how title. How do you become a count? He's been canned. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I think we're also dancing around an expletive here, how which become, is like, how do you become a count? It's probably to do with land ownership. Yeah, or you got to count a, your land. Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. So uh, Kent Dracula, Kent Dracula is Kent this Google character, or, and he yeah. he uh, strange things happen while he is there. Um, but it's all done like a sort of diary account from this Jonathan Harker right. yeah. character. Uh, and at then, least the first half. Is. Yeah, the first half yeah. is, and then um, they go back to England, and they find out that. Um, 
Dracula has followed him back, him back yeah. and has shipped some of his soil with his yeah. own grave soil. So like, he and he's in love with, well... Jonathan Harker's fiance. Yes, Mina Harker. So there's a... It's sort of a... I think there's an angle that's... Um, it's kind of like a romance. It sounds like a thing. It is. It's a bit. It's a oh bit yeah, it's like, all it's, weird. It's all mad. It's very, very strange. It's quite. But, it's um, been a while. It's a bit Dracula. of a tragic love story. Hundreds from of years. That. And he's seen a woman, and he's been like, "Oh, it's a bit of I'm a tragic." Follow that one home. Yeah. It's a bit of a tragic love story in that sense, where like, but Dracula is in love with Jonathan Hark. There's like a, a, tri- a love triangle. That isn't a typical love triangle. It's, because no, it's a classic love it's triangle. Classic love triangle. It's the man, his fiance, and the, the undead. The undead who fancies them but can't get them. Or can he? Or does he? Oh, he gets. Well, he, he, he gets. He, he, gets, he, gets he, he has his he? wicked well, way with them. Yeah. An interesting thing about it as well as a as a well, not a weird vampire sex or wolf sex in it because he transforms himself into a weird he wolf man. He can turn into several things. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, these, these are the early days of vampires, where yeah. they can His turn into everyone. powers anything. Yeah, the bat, the bat thing was m- like more the thing? case, I think. No, I think oh, they did. No, 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 I think he does it in the book as well. He does but, um, but he's a wolf at one it's point. It's quite in interesting. The, book, well. the uh, like there is a, the, a sort of a scientific angle to things because so when they're bat, there's a point where Mina Harker gets bitten by him, but they do a blood transfusion, and if you're th- talking about. 1897 when this was published that was early actually medicine. quite sort of cutting edge science yeah, pretty fucking early uh, and also the vampire element the vampire bat thing mm. i think it wasn't that long after darwin was back from a trip to south america and so these things were sort of feeding into right. the the writing which is actually when you think about it and be like oh these are all sort of like, yeah no i think yeah. he was he i think it was probably slightly more um sort of Head cutting edge yeah a little bit and also because uh, it the big angle of it is sort of he drew on a lot of the sort of folk stories from around the world of, you know, there's the villages used to empty at the idea of there is some sort of bad juju yes. going yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah. Like someone has died and like something creepy is going on and yeah. we don't know enough to explain it. So people would like, you'd, ru- you'd run away from villages. As you and- would. As you or would. Or you'd rip yeah. them in the face. Yeah. And so lots of that sort of ties into it as well. But it's, um, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> those are your options. Boot or run. Just a, a quick side note, I don't want to take too much time up on it, but uh, me, and Rory watched, me and Rory watched The Hunting of Hot on oh. The Hunting of Hill House. Yeah, boys! I uh, I refused I'm, to and then accidentally watched it over the weekend yeah. and then got really into the story. And we kind of got but into... But I hated, I hated it and I loved it because I hate being scared, but the story was intriguing. Like, imagine an, like the, the big seven-foot-tall old man with a cane mm. was haunting you. You Fuck could that guy. batter him so easily. He's an old Put him man. In the face. He's an old man he with an a cane. Man. He doesn't have mo- good mobility. No. Throw things at him. Take him down. Yeah. Beat him up. Easy. The 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 two of these that the the, the, the thing that Hell House Fuck and Dracula ghosts. have, the thing that Dr- Hell House and Dracula have is they they rely not just on the supernatural scare but the real scare. For example, Dracula is a, a looming threat that's there to invade the country, uh, take your possessions, take your life women or like your 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 fiance x y and z uh hill house is is about ghosts but it's about your personal ghosts and the haunting of of science fiction ghosts and for example all the lead characters in hill house are they have fundamental psychological problems that come out of what happened at hill house when they were kids that relates to how they are as adults they're all mental and that's (laughs) that's what they call their ghosts and that relates back to the actual real life ghosts from their past um, so th- these are both very, very cleverly put together stories 
that are about more than just the supernatural. It's not like, yeah, it's not a boogeyman that's just like, oh, it's a spooky thing, come to get you. It's yeah. a, there's a reflection of something that's not a Michael untelling. Myers. <laughs> Correct. It's not a Michael Myers. Shre- are we back to Shrek? Going. No, that's Mike Myers. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's Michael Myers. Yeah, you're right. Fuck Referred me. Referred to as the boogeyman. So you anyway. f- finish the plot, Greg. So we got to the point where he gets to London and he's after them. Yeah, he's after them. Uh, uh, spooky stuff ensues. Uh, there's a bit in a mental hospital, if I remember correctly. Yeah, oh, with his, uh, with his um, doctor, professor it's Van with his Helsing. Servant. His oh, servant. I know him. Yeah. And his servant keeps on plucking the fly. Uh, the it's wings off flies. Yeah, Jones. wings yeah. off flies. There's all sorts of. Um, Is Van Helsing not Luke Jones? Uh, no. Or uh, Hugh Jackman? Oh no, that. No, no, oh, he no is. The, oh, the Van Helsing film. Yeah, Hugh yeah. Jackman does play. Yeah. That's a not oh, terrible. No, film. we should have mentioned Luke that. Jo- the is Luke Jones not Dracula and Dracula and Claude? We could that's also in the dishonorable right. we'll, we'll, we'll wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Uh yeah, and I can't really remember. So no, what happens is the 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 incorporate unless Van Helsing to try and defeat him once you find out who he is, they go yeah. to church, they do so, case closed. Yeah. yeah. Is he a vampire hunter? No, no, he's a doctor. So he does he does like the blood transfusion, oh, right, if I remember okay. correctly. Um he's and a he's a doctor. He's First a leading physician of the time, and he's he involved Dutch? in blood work. And people kind of consider him as a bit creepy because of the name like Van Helsing. Yeah, I think he might be he he Dutch or German. German. Or What's his remember. first name? Abraham, mm-hmm. I want to say, but I don't know. Um, I can't remember. Sorry. Sounds Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that's the book. That's the book is the book is pretty. I I like it. Is it and is that a big book? Great. No, it's not too big. It's, um, you can get yeah. it free on Kindle now because it was published before the uh, the twentieth century. Cool. Yeah, um, it's worth a it's worth a read. I would say if yeah. you if you want to understand lots of sort of gothic references in pretty much everything since you will read that and be like, yeah, oh, that's and what that's, that's where they got it from. You do yeah, agree? I'm sure it, there was stuff before is, then as well, but like that's that tied the, a lot of it. Together. It is the traditional vampire story. So most of the story, almost every story that comes after it with vampires is based kind of loosely on what's happened in this book. And um, for example, you put in here your notes, Greg. Um, establish a lot of tropes about vampires that still exist and as of 2009 an estimated 217 films featuring Dracula in major roles have come out yeah he, they've made th- I mean lots and lots and that's just with Dracula as a named character oh, right, just okay. about vampires so not- it's even more than that right, right, right. so yeah the whole it's so iconic that you know yeah you go as Dracula Does for that... Halloween or something like that. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't go yeah. as a generic vampire, you go as Dracula. You are Count yeah. Dracula. Does it also count uh, Sesame Street's Count Dracula? Yes. A one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I like to count a... D- I don't know. It's no, he goes, one bat. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> two bat. Ha, ha, ha. I thought you were doing a Count Dracula version of the Feist song. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I was like, this yeah, is like going in a no weird direction. But yeah. Anyway, he's so, a Muppet. Uh, you're saying, yes. So you're saying, so uh, as of that count, what was that? 200... Oh, the over two, yeah, two over two hundred films. Um, but basically, lots and lots of films we could have cho- picked from. This oh, is Dracula. This is a good, that's a jumping point. Yeah, that, jumping um, point. But uh, we've whittled it down a little bit. Uh, a big nod to um, the chief himself, Christopher Lee, for all the Dracula films he did in Super the fifties and sixties. Your, your man, did... Saruman. My boy, Christopher Lee. Rest in peace, my G. Uh-huh. Played, <laughs> uh huh. Played Dracula in a whole series of films uh, through the fifties and sixties. That was the Hammer Horror ones. Yeah, he was. Dra- yeah. Yeah, 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 I thought 
so Gary he was, Oldman was Dracula. He no. is in the film that we're going to talk yeah. about in more depth, which is the 1992 one. So the original one, so the, the Hammer no, horror films, films are about Dracula, which are like mm. the classic British horror horror studio that did Dracula with Christopher Lee. Yeah. He did about three or four of them, didn't he? Yeah, uh, uh, more than that, I think. Yeah, he did Bride of Dracula yeah, and okay. the whole stack of them, like eight maybe. Mm. And Peter Cushing mm. was... Uh, he was Van Helsing. He was Van Helsing. Yeah. Peter he Cushing, a... who was... Uh, uh, Destroy Alderon. Yeah, know, he was um yeah um what do you call him? The G- guy Tarkin. The... Tarkin. Tarkin. Really? Grand, Grand yeah, Moff yeah. Tarkin. That's Peter Cushing. So no him and Christopher way. Lee back in the sixties, they were the the Dracula Van Helsing rivalry. Tarkin. Yeah, they were also Tarkin, like proper Tarkin boys. and Saruman slogging it out back in the sixties. They were also yeah. like proper boys. Just picture them in the sixties on nights out wearing proper like boys. big tuxedos, like going but to they town. They have beards. Uh, no, they were both clean shaven. Both clean, yeah, clean shaven, grey hair. Blood gets in your beard if you're a vampire. I feel yeah, like you got, you got something to say about the proper boys? <laughs> no. <laughs> proper little blonde boys. Um, <laughs> anyway. exactly what I was trying to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're not talking about that film. We're going to talk about the 1992 Francis Ford Coppola film, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bum, bum, bum. So this is based on the book. It's almost a re- yes. yeah, a complete retelling of the book, and it's called Bram Stoker's but Dracula. But the Christopher Lee one wasn't. No, uh, no they were more sort of here's the character and we're doing a bunch of different flesh out the sort story. of adventures. <laughs> <laughs> adventures of Dracula. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> Young Dracula. Yeah, I'm sure some of them were probably l- like loosely based on it, but yeah. So the, what the, he was up to when he first did it the first hundred years. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> what was he up to? Um, he, had, yeah, he had blonde the, hair once upon a time, like a little blonde boy. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Oh. The 1992 version oh. uh, basically is it, try, it follows pretty much the narrative of the book. Yeah, it um, does. So is Ga- it, Gary Oldman is Dracula. Is it narrated like a diary? Uh, the, no, no. There are parts where he gets on the train from London to Transylvania where he's he's narrating his, like, his journey. I got like, on this train, right? And he was like, and then I was like, and it was like, so long? Excellent. It was, yeah. So I wrote this in my title. I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing Bill and Ted. I'm going to give that a three out of ten. <laughs> you've, had, you've had better. It's fair, it's fair actually. I don't yeah. know where I was going. I got such good feedback for the Marky Mark, and that was nowhere near no. in that league. It needs, I'm, I'm too much. I'm if under pressure. Only, if only Mark Wahlberg had played Jonathan Harker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Say hi to your Dracula for me. <laughs> Say, hey, Dracula, you fancy my girlfriend? Oh, you should come back come back to England with me. Say hi to your mother for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much the plot of the film, if I remember correctly. Well, no, yeah, he's got diary entries on the way to Transylvania. That's about it. Yeah. Um, but Gary Oldman, what a performance from Gary Oldman! He is creepy as fuck in this film. He's incredible. What an actor! And fi- funnily enough, Jermaine Clement, obviously, in probably doing the shadows, bases his performance comically <laughs> on Gary Oldman's performance as Dracula. Class. Yeah. I mean, he is chewing leave the scenery. Me, like... Leave me do my dark bidding. What are you bidding on? Oh, a couple of sheets for my bed. Yes. <laughs> you remember the bidding? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Call back. He uh he is great and the um the sort of the styling when Jonathan Harker rocks up in Transylvania with the sort of the red long cloak and the weird hair buns, weird buns like sort yeah. of like Princess Leia hair but on <laughs> really? top of yeah. his head in white it's weird um, which doesn't it doesn't really match the description in the book yeah. but it's uh, pretty and it's like, creepy it's super pale his skin looks like it's melting off yes yeah. so if baggy. you have seen the uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode yeah. where Mr Burns is dragged and he looks like he has yeah, uh, like because and his shadow is that's like yo-yoing yeah. in the background. That is based on this. So the sha- like the shadow moves independently. That is all from him. That yeah. is from this 1992 oh, yeah, film. Good reference. 
thanks. It's creepy. Yeah. And there's also a f- weird orgy scene in it as well. Where sure is. Yeah. Really? Keanu Reeves Wouldn't be 1992 orgy. without a weird orgy. Was it full penetration? <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming there was full penetration for the orgies, yes, but you don't see Something it Something you'd want to avoid in a movie. I don't remember. I don't know. In the 90s, were viewing. Di- they were a different time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Winona Ryder, friend of the pod. Uh, friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of, friend the, of pod. the pod. Long time listener. Long time listener. First time. We love and hate her. She's, uh, she's big name is big name of Stranger pod. Things. One of my faves. Yeah, she she plays uh, Mina Harker in this film. Um, it's uh, famously Johnny Depp told her to do this film. Yes, apparently so. Great. What class? Well, Johnny Johnny Depp had some power she's over fine, her. Apparently. Yeah, he did the same thing with uh, Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Scissorhands. But yeah, no, it's quite interesting um, watching it back. So I've not seen the film for a couple of years, but I did watch the trailer again in preparation, and uh, there is no Keanu is at all. Ma- is there not? There's no Keanu just at all. It is. It is just Oldman in Transylvania garb, Oldman in London garb, where he. He's just he has his own face, but a little mustache and beard and little pimp glasses and a top hat. So he can still grow glasses. a beard even as even as a vampire. Even though undead. So he well no, well, no he, when must he goes have, back to he London. He must have fed recently. Yeah. When he goes because back to his London. youth was um, oh, right. when he goes back to London yeah. he transforms into a wolf and then feeds on Mina Harker's pal. And then he becomes oh, yeah. young. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's Does he have pointy teeth? Yeah. Super point. Yeah. All he also of them, he also all it, of them are just the uh just the incisors. I can't remember. I didn't do a close canines. dental inspection. Canines. Canines. canines, sorry. Canines. Uh, a close dental inspection. Um, but it was weird. It's slightly strange. In the book, he's described uh, <laughs> when Jonathan Hart arrives in uh, Transylvania at uh, the castle. Castle he has, he has, accent, Welcome accent. to Castle Dracula. You. you can't say it without doing the accent. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Castle Dracula. He Dracula. has a, a, like a big white moustache and, yeah. point, and slightly pointy ears. Almost, almost, almost kind of like, like Fu Manchu yeah, but with like pointy ears. Elf-like. Yeah, but yeah. with also with the pointy teeth and the very yeah. sallow, unhealthy complexion, which is obviously kind of a theme for vampires. Yeah. Pale. So you rewatched the trailer... The acting was questionable. Uh, well, no, no. Keanu's acting is questionable. Oh, in the absolutely. Film. That's why he's been trimmed Keanu's out. Keanu's acting has been questionable since day one. Yeah. I Which still love him. And he's still a handsome laddie. <laughs> but his acting is questionable. Yeah, and John Wick is a class movie. Absolutely class. I have questions Both about whether he was the first choice to Third be cast. Like, um, I, don't, yeah, I doubt I don't, it. I don't know, but I, I would be a mate. Because I guess it kind of makes was sense. Was this after... I mean, obviously it was after Bill and Ted. The movie came out in 1992. Yeah. So roughly after Bill and Ted. No, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. So he was still young-ish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, he's a... But I think... This is when he was doing Speed. The Vi... Not MDMA. (laughs) MDMA. (laughs) I think the Vi... So the Vi... The Jonathan Car... uh, Jonathan Car... Jonathan Harker character is kind of a blank canvas and stuff happens to him. Like, he's not really... It doesn't really matter. So he's not, like, a really... Like, he's in it all, but he's not really... He doesn't have any agency or anything like that. So the idea of getting a fairly glacate numpty like Keanu to just kind of wander through, like, boo, what's going on? But he's... He is fairly wooden in lots of things, which, as a weird coincidence, is actually did, a great defense against Did you even describe vampires. why he had to go to Transylvania? <laughs> did you even describe why he had to go to Transylvania? He was there to 
basically. Yeah, no, he was a legal. He was a legal yeah. clerk that needed to but do some paperwork. Part, part of the story is he's actually a pretty bad Books legal clerk. Right. Exciting. He's actually a pretty bad legal clerk, and he gets sent there to try and make his uh, uh, to try and solidify his position at his firm. Like he needs to oh, make. Yeah, so he has himself. enough money to marry Mina. Mina. Yeah. yeah, it's fun stuff. So the movie. Did you get the Van Helsing? No, but I read ahead, and I didn't know this man was in this movie. Yeah, he makes it for me. This guy makes it for me. Who plays Van Helsing, Greg? Mr. Farrow. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. Your boy. Your boy, Anthony your Hopkins. Boy, your Welsh boy. You turn your back on me, man. You turn your back on me. You're not king. He says all of those lines in this film. <laughs> those are all famous Anthony Hopkins quotes as Van Helsing. He's an angry Welshman. He's quite it's different Van Helsing to what I'm thinking of. You're thinking, thinking of the of film Hugh, Van Helsing Hugh with Hugh Jackman. Jackman. <laughs> that was not a good film. <laughs> Although it would have been improved with Anthony Hopkins. It would, would have. it not? That's true. This That's is true. true. That's true. Yes. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in this film, uh, similar to Gary Oldman. As we mentioned before, sometimes you get these weird situations where you have proper actors, quote unquote, mm. alongside folk who I mean, are fine. Anthony Hopkins. And they clearly, they're like, ah, well, I'm just going to have fun with this. Gary Oldman routinely in films is like that's ah, a bit of a piss take i've got paid already yeah i'm gonna chew the scenery i'm gonna have fun like him in does he chew the scenery not quite well, no, not but literally like, but in a, in a, he he's just like i'm just gonna ham this right up yeah. and it's great it's really fun to watch because yeah. he's like just overacting yeah, overacting and just but love in a good it. way yeah just yeah. he's loving it and you're like i love it because you're yeah. gary old have you ever you seen what you want yeah, uh, like he's in friends you know for those oh yeah, he's the spitting he guy. Take in himself friends. seriously yeah. at all. Have you seen? Is, he's got a scene in. Dad? Have you seen True Romance? You've seen True Romance. Yeah. He plays the drug dealer at the beginning with the dreadlocks. Oh yeah. And he's totally over the top, Jamaican, trying to be weird '90s gangster type. Must have come around the same time in this film, actually. And he's, he's as Greg says, chewing the scenery. He knows exactly what he is. He gets shot in the first scene he's in. He's wearing dreadlocks. He he basically is the MacGuffin of the film that that sets the two off. off. And yeah, what's a chameleon? He has a fun time. Him in, uh, if anyone's not seen Leon, I would recommend uh, watching that. Because, Leon the Assassin. Yeah, because yeah, really he, he is incredible in that. He's got insane. a very young, um, what's her name in it? Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, is anyway. That enough on Dracula. We loved we, uh, Dracula. Well, book or movie? Uh, the movie's very good. The book, the book is very good too. I probably prefer the book. Would you rather go back to the book than watch the movie again? Uh, yeah, the, maybe actually. Book I probably... lasts like a week. No. You're a quick reader, aren't you? Get, get the I was, that was long. You've got how many? How long are you in the car every it morning? Would take like a month. How long are you in the car every morning? Uh, I'm in the car in an hour. Every morning, probably. All right, get the audiobook. Yeah, nah. go for it. See what see what happens. Okay. Alright, some dishonorable mentions <laughs> for Dracula. You listen to this part. Greg, you, you mentioned your Dracula Untold. What was that? Yeah, Dracula Untold was the 2014 epic that should have remained untold. Was that the one we saw at the cinema? That was the one we saw oh, at the cinema. Yeah. It was Good. absolutely. Yeah. T- that's the one with Luke Evans in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and. Uh, uh, yeah. If you don't know who Dominic Luke Evans something? is, he played Gaston in the live action Beauty and the Beast movie. What a shout out. Yeah. What it's, an actor. I have nothing to say on that. Uh, he's in The Hobbit. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. He's the he guy. He's the he's... guy that kills, that shoots the dragon. Oh, Discount Orlando Bloom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A yeah, horrible yeah. piece of casting. A horrible piece of casting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was also in Dracula Untold yeah. and also in that, you know. Yeah. 
Forgettable. Forgettable. Yeah. Forget it. Uh, other on. other dishonorable mentions. Uh, apparently, in one of the Blade films, in Blade Trinity, the worst uh, one Blade of the film. Ca- yeah, one of the characters is, is allegedly referenced as Dracula. having been Dracula at one point in history. Been Dracula. As in, yeah, that was my name for a while, but I, I moved on. It. Yeah. Um, so and, meta. You know, it's, Get over that. it's terrible. Um, and just on vampire films, does anybody remember the Underworld movies? Yeah. Never watched them. Though. Mona the Vampire. Do you remember Mona the Vampire? Oh, that's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I do. I used to watch that. Actually. Mona that the Vampire. Yeah. But that's vampires, not Dracula oh, specifically. Right. Okay, so, but surely she yeah. got her powers from Dracula because everyone does. For sure. Is Dracula in interview with the vampire? Is he mentioned at all, or is it? I, I think there is reference to him in Interview from a Vampire, but it doesn't get into the. Does Tom it. Cruise have a freak there's, out? There's, like, a, <laughs> there's a scene. Dracula. There's a scene where Brad Pitt goes back to Paris and meets some of the old school vampires. And I think they reference Dracula when he goes back to Paris, but mm-hmm. very, very in passing. Yes, cool. that's plenty on Dracula, isn't it? So Dracula, it. let's Good put book. a stake through that one. Good oh, book. I did it. Uh, yes. <laughs> let's throw some. Let's throw some garlic at you. Holy Get water. out of here. See, you know all these references. Yeah. And I've never read the book. Exactly. Oh, wait. No, Give that means you don't need to. Nope. No, read it. Read it. Ah, right, we're almost an hour in. I'm going to move on to my film. Is that okay? Yep. Slash book. It. Right. I mentioned this a couple of times. One of my favorite all-time books slash all-time movies comparisons is The Shining. Great so, movie. The Shining, uh, book published in 1977, movie made in 1980. The Shining was a horror story written by Stephen King. And it was, I've got written down here, King's third published novel and first hardback bestseller. And the success of the book firmly established King as a preeminent author of the horror genre. Um, it was basically one of, the, one of the, the sole reasons he was propelled into the genre and being as successful as he is today. Was it as successful as a softback? Did it come as a softback? Do you know I how believe it's work? known as a paperback. paperback. <laughs> do, you, do you know how books work? That is soft such, bat. This is why I you am the book. Boy. I'm a book noob. You, you don't know how <laughs> you, you don't know how books work, do you, Rory? Oh my god! I want you to go into Watsons and be like, "All right, I see you have this in hardback, but when is it coming in in softback?" <laughs> oh, class! class. Right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack on because Rory doesn't know what books are. Um, so if you haven't seen The Shining, um, The Shining is about a family who. Uh, in, Cal- in Colorado, they're looking for a new start because the the dad of the family is a bit of an alcoholic and wants to put his life back on track. So he takes on a job as caretaker of a hotel in the Rocky Mountains. In Col- Rocky Mountains? Colorado? Cam? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been there plenty of times. Rocky Mountains are right over there by uh, Colorado. They go all the way up to Canada, but uh, we, we prefer them down here in uh, Colorado. Are they better? Are they better Captain over? Stars and Stripes himself there. They're pretty rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they take a job up there, and it means being basically locked in this hotel as a family for the entire winter season. And while they're there, shenanigans happen with a bunch of ghosts. Shenanigans. Things do not go well say for the family. You say that really quickly. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Shenanigans? Anyway, what happens in the house? Hotel. Shenanigans happen. I thought we made that quite clear. Specifically, what type of Straight up spooky shenanigans. Spooky shenanigans. So the hotel is haunted, and lo and behold, in everything in America, it's it's built on an Indian burial ground, and they're they're, they're fucked. Classic. They're haunted. Classic Classic haunted horror set. 
And so to be the fair, Imperial the guy. Americans should have killed fewer Indians and this problem wouldn't have arisen. This is true. <laughs> Very true. So the original setting and characters are influenced um, on King's personal experiences. Rory. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> are you haunted? Are you haunted too? What happened? Are you sitting on an Indian burrow ground? <laughs> you sneezed so hard, Jamie thought it was me. Yeah, I got <laughs> shot. I thought Rory did a boo-boo. You okay? Do you want a, a lem sip? Go get yourself a beer, mate. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, back to what I was saying. Uh, the setting and characters are influenced mostly by King's personal experiences. These have included both his visit to the Stanley Hotel in 1974 and his recovery from alcoholism. Um, the novel also has a sequel called Doctor Sleep, which was published in 2013. It got okay reviews. How is it a sequel? It's based on Danny, the kid that got out. Nope. As a as an adult, as I think also a parapsychologist or something nope. weird. I've not read it. And nope. then again. Um, nope. I don't want that. Nope. Okay. Tell us how you feel about it. <laughs> I feel nothing about it. <laughs> the, the, the reason I brought this up is I love the book, but I, wrote, I, I watched the movie first. And the movie was yeah, directed. The movie was directed by uh, Stanley Kubrick in 1980. And Kubrick famously took big fucking liberties with this film. He took the initial story and went, nope, I'm going to change so much of it. Um, so I'm going to... Did he make it better? I oh. prefer the movie to the book. And it's it's, oh, ver- it's very rare that someone actually admits that. Because the book usually is a much better representation of the story. Do you agree? Like, right, right, I think Greg agrees with that. Uh, I... Agree that it's rare that people say they prefer the film to the book. Yeah. Um, Do I, you prefer the film to the book? Uh, no. Oh, never seen you so confused. No, for an because well, right. So the shining, the shining is a film. It's like it's Sophie's choice. <laughs> I mean, I've not seen Sophie's choice. Oh, I don't. No, I know it's. I know no, what it's. I know what it's about, choice. and it doesn't Meryl, sound like a fun it's time. Just Meryl Streep being sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We've we've shifted left from The Shining here to Mal Street being sad. Um, the film is obviously, I think the film has such cachet, partially because of the way it was produced with Kubrick and all the sort of crazy stories that have come yeah. out of the production of it, and also because of the performances of uh, Jack Nicholson and Jack Shelley Duvall, and those are kind of iconic in themselves, yeah. and so much so that it's like a, it's almost a separate entity yeah. to the book. But I think uh, horror writing in particular, I would say, is probably more effective than horror filmmaking because if you're reading a book, you need to engage with it. So you're the one who's reading and turning the page and you can't like close your eyes for a scary bit. Yeah, you, yeah. Need to, you need to so read So you are, you are in it. You are, you are making it happen. And that's... Exactly. I, 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 is I this why it, Joey put it in the freezer? Yeah. Yeah. But I would, I would also friends I would, reference. Friends reference. I would add to what Gregor's <laughs> saying, though. But I, I, I think people that engage with horror films in particular, ba- based on what you're saying about books, you, you need to engage with them, and that's why it ma- that's what makes them scary. I think those that find scary films actually the scariest and the most interesting are the ones that force themselves to be interested in them, which is why books and and um, sorry, why TV shows like Haunted by Hell House and then The Shining here that came before it have been critically acclaimed as horror films like they, they force you to look past the initial uh 
blood and gore of the horror and think deeper into why is the ho- the hotel haunted? Why is the house haunted? What's uh, what are the ghosts of the house? What are they? What do they represent? Why is it so tortured? And usually that has more to offer in the book because you can go into more detail. But Kubrick manages to put so much in a film that you can read into it. And because of that, and he's he's famous to made some very, very detailed films, which is what are the subject of dissertations and theories and whatnot in the past. But that's why there's a whole documentary called Room 237 based on the haunted room in The Shining, which goes into all the conspiracy theories revolving around Apollo this. Apollo 11. Is that not one Apollo of them? 11 is one of them, yeah. Danny wears an Apollo 11 jersey. Um, room, the haunted room. Coincidence. The haunted room in the I book. I think not. The haunted room in the book is room two one seven in the based on the tomb one two one seven the Stanley Hotel, but Kubrick was forced to change it when he filmed it at the I can't remember the Overlook Hotel is that he films it in, um, because the hotel owners thought if you make our room two one seven the haunted room, no one will ever stay in this room again after the film is made and we'll move, lose money in it. So I, that's I think that's a bad choice on them. They would have made a lot of money on that. People would want to have stayed there more. Yeah, I've stayed of. in the haunted room. Yeah. The over the and I didn't die. Like Kubrick, I mean... Or did they? I, I think Kubrick wanted to make his own thing. Are we dead? Well, you've been ghosts right. the whole time. If, if you were to go to a hotel, okay, yeah. and, and famously that hotel was haunted, and someone asked you, would you spend the night in that room? No. Nope. Would you spend the night in that room? Absolutely not. Yes, because it's a lot of pesh. Well, let's just say, Cam, is it Pish? You weren't watching The Haunted of Hill House. I was. You were playing your video game Listen, next dip- to it. I was dipping in and out. You, I have you already explained you, my strategy if a seven-foot ca- old no, cane man comes walking towards me. I'm not me. talking about the seven-foot old uh, cane man. Face. Who did you see in your dreams the night that we watched The Haunted of Hill House? I just House? said that I happened to have a dream about it. It wasn't a scary dream. Who was She's, there? Bendy Neck Lady was there. <laughs> she was there. She was there, but there was no animosity. There was no scariness. It was just like she was present, and it was nice. It, it wasn't was nice, though. It was, you were probably... It was fine. <laughs> but I mean that, and it genuinely was fine. I just I just happened to have a dream about something that I'd been watching previously. I'll admit, this is why I don't like scary movies. Bendy Neck Lady I have can also seen her the in same the corner of my eye old cane man. since we finished that program. She's not going to be able to defend us. Even though I know who she is, I won't spoil it for people who want to watch it, but I know, who, it. I know who she is. Yeah, don't spoil it. So I shouldn't see her in the corner of my eye, but I do. And that's why I hate scary things. I have questions for Cam about what are your tactics for dealing with other elements. So say you saw two uh, little twin girls this is pe- right, perfect. standing perfect. in the hall. Perfect. What do you do? This is what we were talking about the other day. <laughs> Come and play with us, Cammy. <laughs> have you any idea how far you could kick a Wayne if you aimed a... <laughs> If you aimed a full force kick at it, forget it. Absolutely forget it. You'd send it flying. You'd send it through the post at Moneyfield and it would land at Twickenham. Are we, imagine a Wayne like, like be a creepy... Come and play with us, Cam. Boof. Size 11 Nikes going right through their skull. <laughs> Goodbye. No more haunting on Hill House. Forget it. That's the shining. That's the shining. The danger is that there are other people staying in the hotel and their children have gone out into the corridor to play. Really and they're just said, a mad guy. Hello there, stranger. Would you like to play with us? And oh, he's booted them right in the head. Uh, how would you deal with uh, what seems to be an attractive woman in the bath who then uh, sort of falls apart as you deteriorate and snogs to her. Listen, 
old people need love too. No, no, no. <laughs> let, let me let me paint the this scene for you. This, this is what happens in the movie. Jack, Jack, Jack goes to, to investigate the bathroom, discovers a naked woman in the bath who lady. pulls back the uh, shower curtain to reveal a, a, a boob, a booby. A boob. Singular. A single, a single boob. A disembodied boob. Ja- More ja- horrifying than anything I could possibly have imagined. Jack then approaches and gets and gets real real interested in the booby. Well, there you go, Jack. You can't just go into a woman's bathroom while she's having a bath and sexually assault her. He, he deserved to get that traumatizing experience. You're not allowed to do that. There's just another thing. You're not allowed to. That's a good answer. Yeah, it's a good answer. That's a very that's a very grown up answer. Speaking from you. of the phrase traumatizing experience, my first exposure to The Shining was uh, as a child. I had gone to bed uh, and then came back downstairs, and it was, must have been on TV. And my dad was watching it, oh, and I came in to like every yeah, kid. We, I like that sort of like, with um, kicked in the door and like looked around, and it was the bit of the old woman coming out the bath and like oh, walking after him, and, and I was just like. What the hell is going on here? Do you know bolting upstairs? Like I, I then like I found out subsequently what it was, and was like, well, I'm never watching that, am I? That's absolutely howfin. Yeah. The only people that are like, the only people that are more, um, whose greatest weakness is a kick to the face, other than other than children, are old people. So <laughs> again, not yes. an, not an issue. Now that we're older, that makes sense. Not but an when issue. you're a four year old. No, I'm saying you like, just want to run I'm away. Saying, yeah, th- no, but I'm. Yeah, when you're well, in a four-year-old, you're just looking out for kicks to yeah. the face because they're coming <laughs> the from everywhere. What's your you. greatest weakness? Cam is we, after you. I had a similar experience. Jamie, Dad loved the movie Silence of the Lambs. Oh, he loves that film. And yeah. this could have we could have talked about that. To this be fair, Anthony Hopkins, Clarice Starling. This didn't happen to me with Dad. It happened with a babysitter. I think it was Mark or Kate Jones. Yeah, it's Mark Jones. Yeah, and I remember coming back down from my bed. And this is when we had the dining room, living room separated yeah, by separate, a door. Yeah. And it was a glass d- panel door. And I remember looking through to see what Mark was watching on TV to see if I could stay up. You a must bit have longer. been what? Two? And it was, <laughs> yeah. And it was, they were taking the moth out of the guy's mouth. Mm, yeah. And I just remember being like, Did you have a moth in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> moth in my mouth. I can't moth. breathe. I've got the moth mouth. I was I was traumatizing for a small boy. Oh no! If you see these things That's early early in life, you freak out because they're yeah. weird. I want to yeah, and it seems real because you don't know television's fake. I, I want to go back on that. I want to go back and talk about what makes a horror film scary because um, when I read The Shining, obviously it was after I, I watched the film, and I remember being really kind of disturbed by the film, even even as a I think I watched the film the first time as a teenager, but even as a a student when we watched it at university and stuff, I was still really kind of transfixed by how scary it was because it disturbs you more than it does scare you and Kubrick had a lot of tropes he put in the film that aren't in the book the book's very typical it's got haunted rooms there's whispers around the place there's creaks there's cracks but Kubrick thought it was scary to have there be dead silence and all you could hear was each other in, in the hotel between three people in this gigantic this gigantic space um, so there are parts in the book where he plays with your subconscious no, sorry the, the film where he plays with your subconscious he moves things in the background between frames that are ever so slightly changed or moved that your subconscious digests, but you don't realize it's changed. 
and it makes you feel really uneasy. Yeah, there's just a sort of an unsettling element to that. It'd be like, something is off, but I don't know what it is. There's that. There's also the way that he basically treated his his set like a barracks, where he would try, he would force his actors to do the same scene 50 or 60 times over and over again. I mean, he sounds mental. Like, if you hear about any Kubrick production and go into how he dealt with actors set runners whatever well, get this he picked jack uh he picked jack nicholas nicholson sorry for the role of i would have loved to see jack nicholas jack nicholas the golfer yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was a reference from before wasn't it yeah and um, he picked jack nicholson for the role um because he was the complete opposite of what john torrance who's the main character in the book is who's supposed to be this all-american dad type um like clean cut like ex-football player as a teacher quite masculine I mean, I mean, imagine if you picked Robbie Williams, not Robbie Williams, Robin Williams. Robbie Williams. <laughs> Robbie Williams. That would also Robin be Williams doing a Jack Nicholson impression. So he picked Jack Nicholson. <laughs> apparently famously, he asked him, <laughs> he asked him as he picked him, uh, what are your favorite and least favorite food types? And Jack Nicholson was like, oh, I like this, I like that. I really don't like this. I really don't like cheese sandwiches, all that kind of stuff. Hey, Sparky. And so to um, trivia, po- trivia, trivia point here, Smashed number one. It. To get Jack Nichols in the right agitated mood throughout scenes, he would obviously make him Give do... Give him a cheese sandwich. <laughs> that's it. No, that's it. To get in the right mood, he only fed Jack Nicholson sandwiches between takes, cheese sandwiches between takes to get him <laughs> fucked off. That's so So funny. that when he was acting, he was really fucked off. That's not acting, though. Well, no, it gets you... That's like, that, we that, talked about this before, didn't we, Cam? It's method acting. It's not... Well, no, it's not method. Method acting is right. becoming we, the character. Because I studied this for a little bit, uh, genuinely. And method acting is becoming, you know, it's the... Stanislavski type type things becoming the character yeah. for, you know. So for example, um, I think as far as I'm aware, Daniel anyway, Day Lewis. Ar- Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> he's one of the most famous ones. Arago, uh, Viggo Mortensen in Lord of the Rings. He didn't shower for pretty much the whole of, and uh, Liv Tyler famously hated doing scenes. Wow, with him really? because they obviously had to get intimate. Smelly. And he was a smelly boy. Uh, he would also take his sword everywhere, which got him in some trouble. Anyway, <laughs> but there's a famous, uh, yeah. I think that I think the story's true anyway. I can't remember where I heard it. Is it the helmet scene? No, no. The uh, Johnny Depp was doing a film with Laurence Olivier, yeah. and obviously Laurence Olivier is one of the most famous, uh, you know, renowned actors ever. And they were doing the scene where Johnny Depp was meant to be out of breath. So before they did the scene, Johnny Depp went on like a you know a mile sprint, and he just absolutely sprinted, and then came back, and he was completely out of breath. And then they did the scene. And then after the scene, Lawrence Olivier turned to, to Johnny Depp and said, dear boy, have you tried acting? And there's kind of something to be said for that. You know, totally. it's like, it's pretend. Yeah. It's not Pretend real. you're out of breath. Don't be out of breath. But having said that, you know, you can't, you can't pretend to be more out of breath than actually being out of breath. So, That's true. Do you know what I mean? There's something yeah. to be said for both sides of the argument. I, I think, Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. I think as an actor, you, you obviously need to find your own um, interpretation of what is expected of you. Um, and everyone has their own their own way of of, of resolving a, a a problem at work or whatever it is. Like I got to sit at a desk and I've got a, I've got a right shit. And there's definitely easier ways to do it with headphones in than there is without headphones in, for example. To be fair, you're constantly fed cheese sandwiches as well. Constantly fed cheese sandwiches to work. Work faster. Work harder. Eat this. Be cheese. angry. Yeah, I mean Kubrick. Kubrick did some pretty bad shit. I mean, it wasn't only him. No, like, lots of lots of the famous sort of auteur directors if you look at it movie like ah that actually sounds like it's not cool like you've probably committed a couple of crimes there 
I think it, it also oh, well, on the phone with this, like Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall was bullied. He, yeah, he, yeah. but he also like he actively got people to constantly be scaring her yeah. during production, so that she was just on like, the edge. Her her general vibe for almost the entire film. So production, but like so in she the was ending, expecting a fright. Every... No, but she's no, no, no. But so that she was just constantly jittery, just like she oh, looks right. like she hasn't slept yeah. because. She would be. She was actually yeah. freaking it's, out. It's during no production. wonder so many actors are batshit crazy, eh? Because yeah. that's the kind of shit that happens, you know. So. Another, another uh, difference from the book to the movie: uh, the the character of Wendy is uh, like a, a blonde bombshell as well, like another all-American like, changed woman. Changed it to like a kind of freaky. Yeah, and it. and Kubrick actively changed her to Shelley Duvall, who was this kind of whimpering, like frail uh, housewife. Doesn't know how to hold a who, knife. Yeah, well, who is she's supposed to embody like the the person? Does wave of, it around a little bit. She the, does, she's yeah. supposed to embody like the, the victim of domestic abuse, that and the other. Because Jack Torrance is famously what his problem is an alcoholic. He has famously broken his son's arm, um, through his alcoholism. He's beaten his wife. He's done what famously, not. famously top which boy. Is, which is where the the red rum um threats come from. Which is what Danny says: red rum, red rum. Um, but yeah, it's Kubrick took hundreds of celebrities with the book. There's a famous scene actually where Colin is driving back to the Overlook Hotel after he's after Danny's warned him of it, and they drive past a red beetle, and um, which has been squashed by an oil tanker in some sort of freak crash in Colorado. Now, the Torrances arrive at the Overlook Hotel on the 30th of October, which is Halloween. Now, that's that was done on purpose to make it look more scary. But in the book, it's sometime in November. Right. And um, but they arrive in a yellow beetle, and not a red beetle. And like it's one of those simplistic things where you could have chosen a red beetle in the film, but Kubrick's actively chosen a yellow beetle to say, "No, fuck you. This is my version. I'm doing it my way." And your the, your cast died. Yeah. And the personification of that is not personification, but the the extended metaphor of that is when they drive when Halloran drive, drives past the red beetle, in the movie, it's squashed and crashed by a car, which is. Uh, almost a message to Stephen King saying, fuck you, like you've given me the bones of this, but I'm making it better. Wow. Yeah. Bold move. Bold move. And yeah, he took he took lots of liberties for it. That's why one of the reasons why I'm so fascinated with this movie. A scene I don't recognize in the movie because obviously I didn't read the book. So for someone who's read the book, you'd probably notice that that's meant to be yellow. I mean, I actually, I've, I've got a list. I probably won't go through the entire list. I've got a Bless list of you. 10 points here of the famous points that are different between the book and the novel. The first one, obviously, being Jack's name. In the book, he's John, not Jack. Uh, the second point, Wendy Torrance is a beautiful blonde. Uh, third, fourth, Danny has a vision and sees basically everything that will happen in the book from Red Rum to his dad in the mallet, but not the Grady twins. In the film, he only ever sees the twins and that famous blood coming out of the elevator, but no other threats. So, um, yeah, how fucking creepy is that elevator? Um, I think the uh, when I first saw it, I don't think it was that creepy because I felt I didn't initially picture it as blood. It was it too took, in my, it's too watery. In my it, opinion, it took an entire year. I thought it was wine. Blood is thick. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after ten or fifteen minutes, it becomes congealed. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right, PC Cam. Oh, I had a lot of experience knowledge. of blood there. Have you? Well, that's a different story for a different day, but yeah, it's not uh, it's not as runny as you'd think. <laughs> well, like, famously, they, they got they got that scene <laughs> wrong so many point. times. It it took it it took Kubrick a year to get the elevator scene right, like a year of flooding a corridor full of what looked like blood. 
and then cleaning it up. And then clean it up and do it again. Yeah. Nope. Um, what else have we got here? The, oh, yeah, another huge change. There's no hedge maze in the book at all. They're hedge. That's the best bit. Yeah, they're hedge animals in the book, and they come alive and they stalk Danny. Oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah, um, but the, it's a good I mean, way. well done. There's good a change. There's a scene in the book where he's in like in a in a playground area outside the the hotel, and the, a hedge lion or something comes alive and stalks him through the park, and it in the book it's fucking creepy, but I can see why they got rid of that in the movie and changed it to a hedge. Also, how would you do that in a sixties movie? Like the CGI was well, no, it's not it's it's 80s 1980s. Movie. 1980s okay, movie. And also, the book was in the seventies. Also, yes. <laughs> but if they had a time traveling movie, old movie. The CGI would not have been that great. Oh yeah, no CGI is. I'm I mean, this is that, why I'm this is why they, they did pra- like practical effects. Right, I, mean, I mean, we'll have this conversation yeah. again and again talking about films, yeah. but practical effects stand the test of time. Jurassic Park far more effectively well, than CG does. That's yeah. I'm, Jurassic Park was on my list actually. I was going to maybe talk about Jurassic Park, but that was my that was my book slash novel slash comparison. Do you guys like The Shining? Yes. Yeah. Very good movie. This will come as no surprise to anybody. I've not, not seen actually it. seen it. Because it's scary. Yes! I don't like the scary It's film. a spooky <laughs> old time. I've uh, I've read some more of it. I, I enjoy it's Stephen King's... It's not scary, it's just uncomfortable. It's not... Well, see, that's the thing. It's not. There's no real sort of jump... There's no jump scares. scares at all. It's like, a, oh... This it's easy. Like, it's like, oh, this is a bit weird and unsettling. And then yeah. the, sort of the final third is like... I mean, oh, bad fuck. things are happening here yeah. and you want people to escape but it's like it's not like you're a not surprise. expecting them to be in yeah. the corner and there are no direct oh, yeah. oh, with the fact that when when jack in the film enters the gold room and talks to grady you don't know if they're ghosts or not but in the book they are explicitly ghosts like there's a lot of interaction with ghosts and haunted things in the movie it's very up to interpretation is jack mental is he not mental Boot them in the face. Boot, boot, boot them in if the in face. If in doubt, <laughs> boot through and then... 11, 11, size, size 11, 11 nikes. nikes. Yeah. <laughs> you can always apologise, can't you? That's it. Yeah. Better ain't to ain't ask nobody going to be haunting with a broken nose, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Roy, did you, did you have a book in here as well that you want to talk about? No. No. Uh, <laughs> I, Greg and I, I think, have mentioned... <laughs> do you want to take yours just because to, to round it off? Uh, do, we want, do, we, do we want to dip into the... Um, uh, this one? Do we want to do Fear and Loathing or do we want to look at SH? Do SH. I, I put Your Fear boy. and Loathing down here. I also put in as a call out uh. as a call out Midnight in Paris by Woody Allen. I did not know that, that has, was a book. Well, Midnight in Paris has lots of literary characters That's, in it. So the ah, li- literary right, references I think wasn't, is, wasn't yeah. a book, but it was more of a, a movie about books. Scott Fitzgerald. Um, but we Brackets can talk about that F. another day because that is a really, really F. good Scott film. Oh, Gregor, okay. take I'm your take us home with SH. Your uh, hands are so warm. Thanks. Um yeah, SH, your boy Sherlock Holmes. Homie! You Mr. Who Holmes. Has um appeared in so many things that people probably occasionally forget that he was originally in books. This is true. Yeah, you kind of think of him. He's been in so many different forms since his TV first shows. his first appearance in 1887. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. A, study a study in Scarlet, Scarlet by Arthur Conan Doyle. Brilliant film. Uh, so book he wrote he wrote <laughs> he wrote the book. He wrote four novels and 56 short, short stories about... featuring Sherlock Holmes. Wow. And then he um, went mental and thought fairies were real. 
he was a bit of an oddball to Seriously? be fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he did he did a whole stack of these. Obviously, Sherlock Holmes, one of the most infamous detective characters of all time, with his deductive reasoning, um, not applied to fairies, as previously discussed. Um, <laughs> apparently, based on the real guy, a doctor, a surgeon. Oh, really? Um, know that. Called Joseph Bell who was a surgeon at the Royal Infirmary of oh, Edinburgh, wow. um, who uh, Arthur Conan Doyle was a clerk for, for a bit. And uh, he thought he was like, you're a class detective. Well, he seemed to he seemed to make uh, sweeping observations based on very sort of evidence which we might overlook mm. or just very or quite minimal thing. But like, well, if that is there, that only appears if yeah. X is the case. And so people were like, how have you made that deductive jump? Yeah. Which, you know, legally probably doesn't nowadays doesn't necessarily stand up i don't know if cam wants to jump in on what the legal perspective on lots of uh, sherlock holmes deductions are um you've got chalk on your sleeve and you're sweating but you've got pen on your face yeah this must mean you killed a man yeah uh, kind of big jumps in logic yeah, yeah big big old jumps in logic um like he's smarter than me I just uh, I just turn up and put bad man in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, a, a lot of the stories were kind of um, they did rely somewhat on uh, here's a strange crime scene, no one can work it out. Holmes trots up um, with uh, John Watson in tow. He looks at a couple of things, goes, "Hmm, yes, possibly," and then goes off to investigate something. Doesn't explain what he's up to. Finds another thing. What goes, a renegade. Well, now what? it can only be this, and then yeah. confronts the person, and then once they've been confronted with his evidence, they admit to it all, and therefore you can be like, right, cool. This so, is now uh, wrapped up in a nice little bow. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, it was a brilliant, brilliant one of <laughs> this. This I can't go into too much detail because this genuinely happened, but somebody <laughs> made a complaint to the police about being i think she said she was assaulted uh so it was investigated and uh it was checked on cctv and basically the cctv covered her through the entire ordeal of the incident and not once was she assaulted and in fact she was the instigator and it was just all verbal and she was just being an idiot basically uh, but she was never assaulted nobody even came near her but she'd she'd reported being assaulted, so they went back and charged her with wasting police time, <laughs> right? But they took the CCTV laptop with her to show her that she was lying, and she kicked off anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she kicked off, just like in the early uh, Sherlock Holmes stories. Well, then he, <laughs> yeah, it's very I, rare that someone kicks off. They essentially go, "Ah, it's a fair cop," I, but mainly because they're all sort of Victorian gents. Yeah. So they were like, "You've rumbled me." As dramatic <laughs> as dramatic tropes go, though, I think this helped coin not just the detective genre, but that that kind of element of detective suspense, where you can create elaborate plots from the littlest detail. And I think Scar- studying Scarlet was that arguably the first detective novel after. Um, Poe? Uh, potentially. There was also a French uh, author whose name escapes me at the moment who... Uh, Olivier? Uh, c'est possible. Um, because every other every other detective story that's come out of uh, modern fiction or movies, for example, uh, Agatha Christie's Poirot or name some other famous detectives, I don't know. Um, uh, the famous mouse detective. Uh, the fa- oh, yeah, the Jack famous... Slater. Jack Slater. Basil, the great master detective, Rebus. you're thinking of. Rebus. Rebus. Yeah, they, they all... Luther. They all wind up at the very end 
wrapping things up in a in a what you're now expecting a detective story to do. Sherlock Holmes is the first the first story trope to do that. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of ties into the the serialization of these stories, like the fact that there were so many short stories around it. So once he kind of established this character, there were a collection of sort of stories of kind of more adventures of Sherlock Holmes, and yeah. the point was you're you kind of come across this they were quite i mean they're good little stories have you read them all i've definitely not read them all because there's absolutely stacks of them but i've read quite mm-hmm. a few and the uh, first the first two or three seasons of the modern interpretation sherlock with cumberpatch yeah they take cumberbatch very, cumberbatch yeah he's a pa- cabbage patch kid not a p it's a b shut up cumberbatch his, his segue cumberpatch his segue his acting seminars that he's posting on YouTube or is Facebook he? are class. Is he doing acting seminars? Yeah. No, like, ironically. Yeah. So, how to act when you get given a shit present at Christmas. <laughs> Watch it. I won't try and do an impression, but it's funny. Well, his interpretation of Sherlock... It's the thing you've never tried to do an impression of. I can't That's do it. He's weird. too That's good. A, he's too good an actor to do an impression of. His interpretation of Sherlock is actually my favorite, but the stories, who I think they were written by the guy that wrote... Um, Who's the showrunner for Doctor Who? Oh, Mark Gattis. No, what's it? What's his name? Moffat. Moffat. Oh, Peter Moffat. Peter Moffat. Yeah. No, Peter Moffat's the guy we went to uni with. Uh, somebody Moffat. Yeah, someone Moffat. <laughs> Mrs. Moffat sat in a. <laughs> I think she did sit in a toffee, didn't toffet. she? Yeah. You know, curves away. away. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, no, he mystery spider. solved. He he <laughs> wrote the first two seasons, but they were based on. Was it? I think it was Mark. No, Mark Gatiss also plays uh, Mycroft. I'm but I think Google he it. also wrote them. Shit. Somebody Sherlock. look it up. Somebody look it up. Um, <laughs> but no, the BBC, I genuinely, the BBC production, the first couple of, uh, so the, was it two, three episode runs? Yeah. And then Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat. And then Mark Gatiss plays Mycroft, Oh, the Irish Mycroft, guy. Doesn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, where really good because they were doing oh no no li- creators mark gas and Stephen moffat sorry both of them we're both right that's fine um uh it was it was a bit i think it was tighter in terms of the the way they did the first couple of seasons well the first couple of seasons were based on the books yeah and and they were Largely. standalone little yeah stories like the, and orange, then the, the story of the third, orange pips the uh, um, they did the Hudson Basketballs in the second they season. Um, they did Sudden Scarlet of the Sicilian Pink in the first episode. Uh, did they do the Scandal in Belgravia yeah, as well? Yeah, that's how think. they rounded off, I think. The, so the BBC one episode. stuck to the books quite a lot. Uh, well, that's what we're talking. The first two yeah. seasons did. Yeah. The third season took a wild tangent off and was odd. Like they wrote their own stories. Sort mm. of, yeah. They were kind of more inspired by rather than retellings of. Right. And then the fourth. Yeah. The fourth season was was all was well they were trying to tie very to, melodramatic yeah they were trying to like tie into like wider theme like oh if you remember this little thing in season three and then they then a relation a here and, i don't yeah, remember ever having a sister in the book I, did, I didn't enjoy it no uh, he i remember he, season i don't four. think he does yeah, in the weird. in the official canon. i think that was just stephen moffat's in doing and the point i'm trying to make with him is he went way too doctor who on it and he, he's the showrunner for doctor who and towards that side he got way too family friendly way too weird and like for lack of a better word way too bbc on it it was almost like too family friendly too before nine o'clock 
I don't know. I think the more I didn't like it. I think the more I, I don't it was think, pretty dark. Yeah, I don't think the issue was that it was too family friendly. I just think it was a bit it was uncomfortable scattered. It was it wasn't uh I guess they were probably slightly um uncomfortable about just doing the same thing every time, being like, right, here's a problem, yeah. here's your scene, you come in and solve it. it. Um, and they were trying to add some like sort an of episode uh, of House. Yeah, they were trying <laughs> to do like emotional resonance for the character, but it just didn't particularly land. Which is, you know, yeah. things happen. I wouldn't. I mean, I I remember uh, the simple mind that I have watching season one to maybe three, enjoying all the episodes and understanding what had happened and who did it and what's actually going on. Yeah, and then season four being like, huh. I'm actually just What's looking. What? I'm looking at the the first two seasons of Sherlock here. Six episodes of really good, really good Sherlock. The first one's the Study in Pink, which is the one that kicks it off with yep. the, the the girl in pink. The second one's the Blind Banker. Do you remember that one? I do. Mysterious symbols and murders are showing up all over London, leading Sherlock and John to a secret Chinese crime yeah, syndicate. Yeah, the Chinese um, circus. Yeah, the Chinese They're circus. Hiding at the circus. The one after that is the Great Game, where Mycroft needs Sherlock's help, but a nonsense criminal mastermind puts Sherlock in a distracting crime-solving spree, which is the classic. Uh, it's the orange pips, I think. And they recorded that too. Oh, uh, got it's, an, it's an emotional time for us all. <laughs> but then season two kicks off with the woman, which is the scandal in Belgravia. For mm. Eileen Adler's Eileen Adler. And yeah. she's great. What? She's really good. So other than the BBC, yeah. what other notable Sherlock Holmes are there? You got your RDJ. RDJ and um, I J I quite liked his movies and there's a third one coming out. They, the first so, one was very good. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the second one won um, him a Golden Globe. Really? Fuck off! No, it didn't. Did it? He won the Golden Globe for Whoa. the second. Uh, for what? Show. Best actor. The what do uh, the Golden Globes do? <laughs> I I don't. Know. Know. I assume Oscar. it was for Golden. Yeah, uh, well, for best Oscar. actor. But he did apparently win the Golden Globe because I love the way that they've written how he analyzes fights and. I love that. I love that. Listen to this, and this breaks that, and then I'll do this, and that'll deafen him, and then I'll punch him in the face, and he'll be blinded for a second. I think I thought that was great. It was like I remember watching the first when I watched when I first watched the first of the Guy Ritchie ones. I was like, those sequences were really slick. I don't think the overarching story was particularly strong. Uh, I like the first one. I don't remember the story at all in the second one. The second one was all about them trying to stop World War One from happening. Like basically, they did well, didn't they? Moriarty was basically trying to. Plot the beginning of was World War One. not Mark. Uh... No, he's the guy. Mark Strong. Mark Strong was in the, f- no, that's the first, first one. one. Moriarty, oh, Moriarty ends up playing. He's played by the guy from Mad Men uh, with the glasses. The English guy. Can't remember his name. Is but, he not uh, the Irish he's, guy. He's, he's not Hamish. He's war profiteering. What annoys me in the first one, you see Moriarty in the shadows a little bit, and he's got a mysterious voice. After the second one's filmed, they go back and they do the whole Bob, Boba Fett thing where they redub his voiceover. Mm. with the guy from the second one. I mean, if you're going to change actors, you kind of have to do it. Yeah, but just keep it. I don't like it when they go back and tamper. Yeah. Apparently, there is a third one slated to come yeah. out in 2020 on Christmas Day 2020. I'm looking forward to it. Christmas Day? Yeah, apparently. I mean, that's so, what Star Wars. I, so I read. Did Star Wars not do that? It came out 21st, I think, Star Wars. It was pretty close to Christmas. Yeah. It's not talking about that. But anyway, I don't... I, th- I think they're, they're, they're Jamie's still not over this. Yeah. <laughs> nah, de- they are actually they're fairly decent. Life, I don't Jedi. I don't think that um I think the sort of slightly aloof element that uh someone like 
Cumberbatch brings Patch. is probably slightly Patch. more. He brings a sort of artisticness to it. Yeah, which I don't necessarily also, get from Downey Jr. He also looks like, like when you when you think about what the character is in the books, actually, even though it's based in the nineteenth century, he looks like what Sherlock's supposed to look like in the novels. He's tall. He's thin. He's ragged. He's not jacked. He's not. <laughs> yeah, well, no, he's not jacked. He's Fist got. He's people. got wavy curly hair. Um, he is quite good at fighting. Nothing. And he's got he that trench coat. Yeah. Like he is. If you can imagine what that character from the nineteenth century looks like in two thousand and ten, yeah, Cumberpatch nails it. Batch. 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 You're obsessed. <laughs> um. Uh. The other. I. The one I want to. So as a good um reflection, I guess of the BBC production. So mm. they've done four series. How many episodes of that? Twelve. Uh, yeah, so three, three, yeah, three per episode. No, three, three. Oh, so yeah, three episodes. Twelve episodes. Six total. of which are probably great. The other six are yeah. questionable. The the flip side of that is HBO's approach with their uh, interpretation called Elementary. Elementary, my dear Watson. Oh, this is the Johnny Lee Miller with what's her Sick face? Boy. Sick boy. Sick boy. Sick boy. Yeah, but with what's her name? Uh, Lucy Liu. Lucy yeah. Liu. Plays Doctor Joan Watson. Never watched it. I, I thought it was just an American version of Sherlock, like the BBC you've written. Cam, you watch Elementary? Kind of like how they did American I Office. Not. It's the, so it's not. It's Me not neither. like the American <laughs> Office. It is. It is an HBO production. Right. Uh, they have done. I think it was 2012. They first did it. So they've uh, season Whoa, six or seven. I just they, read your notes here. Yeah, they've made 141 episodes. What? Wow. They pump them out, wow. and they are like I've. So I. Oh, there's like a Catholic family churning out children. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, not well, I'm not, I'm not in the microphone. But you both know who I'm talking. <laughs> Say that again. No, absolutely no, no. not. But you both know who I'm talking. Cam just referenced a, a family we're in the school with that had made it their mission to repopulate the earth. Oh, I think they're still going. <laughs> Always a new one. <laughs> Jesus. There's always, always a new but one. But there was a family in Kinross that we live with. Well, not live, live around the corner from us. <laughs> yeah. Who Same time. lived in a Do house. Do you want to get this on the record? Yeah, well, we won't name them by name. But they, they had so many kids, they had to buy a car. Because oh, that's going to give away. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay can't tell. <laughs> Funny, though. Like, yeah. don't. Well, family and can Guys, guys, use, use protection. Pump. Yeah. Use, use protection. We guys. can enjoy that. We can enjoy that. Just. As it is, and let's not Condoms are a very good sense of protection. They're, more than, of protection. they're more than a sense of Use. protection. They turned out quite a few little blonde boys. They were all blonde. Oh, God. I wonder what they're up to now. Moving I on. Don't, I don't. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Eating in the Shining. Yeah. <laughs> elementary, in the face. elementary of the season... I, so I've watched one season, which was... 25 episodes or something good, like that. That's too a, many. No, it's actually too decent. Um, so lots How long of them, are the episodes? 40 minutes? No. I like Johnny Lee Miller. Right. Miller. I've not watched an episode of this before, though. I don't like how it's in New York. Like, I don't like how... Yeah, I mean, his background is he is English. Yeah. Uh, so he's English Sherlock. Yeah, but he's like a recovering heroin addict, which is, you know, ties into the whole opium thing with yeah, Holmes. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's actually, it's done It's done pretty well. I hate um, how they do that. This is the point that the BBC make. Like, yeah, the character of Sherlock was addicted to opium. I like how they've done heroin addict here. And the BBC one, he's addicted to nicotine. Fuck off. I mean, if you want to have a, an addiction, yeah. stop saying it's it's as black and white as cigarettes. It's not. It, it Like, when Sherlock is so troubled, he's addicted to hard substances, not fucking nicotine. Well, is there not uh, Is there not in one of the episodes he disappears for a while and people are like, oh, no, he's gone on a bender. 
and then they think they find him, but he's been undercover, undercover yeah. as a. Opium. Well, yeah, that just leads me to believe that he was never. He they never kind of, they kind of dance around it a little it, yeah. bit. But no, um, genuinely, Elementary is surprisingly decent. I went in with very low expectations. Okay. Um, someone, I think somebody told me that actually it's pretty good, and so I watched the season and I went, yeah. You know what? It is, it is actually good. pretty good. Yeah. There's some slightly weird cameos in the first season. Um, like of famous people? Uh, yeah. So Vinnie Jones pops up in Vinnie it. Jones? Uh, Does he smash someone's head in with a car door? He smashes several people to tiny bits. Oh, nice. um, Does he say, I'm the juggernaut, bitch? Uh, I don't remember <laughs> if he specifically says that, but... Um, it's my favorite line from. Vinny I mean, it is incredible. It, of his, of his, so of his many movies, of his many films, <laughs> on the juggernaut bitch is definitely his. It's his, class. It's his peak. It is class. Um, it's uh, class. What's her face from Game of Thrones? The one who looks a bit like a cat. Uh, uh, Natalie Dormer. Dormer. Yes, she pops up in it. Fit. She's in it. Um, Super fit. Yeah, and and the dynamic, the Johnny Lee Miller Lucy Liu dynamic is quite fun. But no, it's actually it's genuinely it's uh, it's good, Ooh. and also it's I guess it's more like the um, the serialization of the early short stories because it's like each episode pretty much is here's our little thing to solve, and so oh, you kind okay. of get your little yeah. here's a resolution. There's some which are kind of overarching together, but I don't enjoy them as much. I quite like the dip in, in forty out. minutes. Yeah, here's your crime. Yeah. Here's how we're gonna solve it. Here's your resolution at the end. Happy days, and it's good. Yeah, With I might I might give it. End? No, because no. that's not how the, you solve the crime. Yeah, but not with like another crime. Well, yeah, with the like the series, the the, like the series arc ends with like a ooh, ooh and you go, oh now? my. But I get, I'm guessing that there's going to be more crimes. Yeah. <laughs> I might, I mean, <laughs> in seasons two through six. <laughs> Correct. I might give it a bash. Uh, my only issue is I would only ever give it a bash if there wasn't something I was already watching or teeing up next to watch on Netflix, and. <laughs> That's a struggle. We are pushing time, so we are pushing time. Uh, yeah. Hold on, you, you say that you say this every week. We're pushing time. Not one of your podcasts has had a set time. It's either <laughs> been an hour and forty-five. We want to an hour and ten. An hour and we want to try and keep it to an hour to an hour and twenty. We've now surpassed an hour and forty. Right, I'll, I'll try, I'll, <laughs> it's I'll, fine. We can cut out just out all the words Jamie said. I'm trying. Oh, he's done. Yeah, and he's stitched it right up there. <laughs> I'll, I'll wrap us up <laughs> because uh, some notable shout-outs to books we may have covered but didn't have time to because obviously we've only done we'll do it when we love I mean, chat. I'm assuming that there'll be a part two of this because Rory and Cam have enjoyed it so much. Haven't you? So haven't, you much. haven't you, children? I read. I can. <laughs> I, I, would, I can read. I would just like to point that out. That I am able to read. Hey, Cam, what have you been reading? Um, the... Um, the, the back the, of the, Red Dead. Yeah, <laughs> the kind of the wanted posters in Red Dead. <laughs> you gotta find out. Who's the wee wanted. notes that you're right. Yeah, you gotta yeah, find out good. who's wanted. So what are you reading at the moment, yeah. Rory? You reading anything good? Yeah, man. I've read a couple of Christopher Brookmeyer uh, books in the past couple of years, and uh, he's pretty good. He's a Scottish author. Oh, good. Quite quite funny. Um, those would be interesting books to put to put into film. I would highly recommend. I just thought of one. If if this counts, I have put Red Dead on subtitles mode. <laughs> Rory, I was—I mean, after after our conversation, after our conversation there's the other week, one, there's only one person laughing there, and it's you. 
after our conversation of the week, so Rory, I really, I was really hoping you were going to put down uh, here Treasure Island and then the movie Muppets Treasure Island. Well, here's the thing. I've never read the book. Yeah, but you could have flogged but Cam off. and I actually, we're, we're going on tangents again. To Cam and I actually talked before we picked up Gregor, Stormbreaker books. That was that shite movie Alex, that came out. Alex. Oh, the Alex yeah. Ryder books. Yeah. yeah, the Alex Ryder books were brilliant. Well, yeah, like, Anthony Horowitz. Like, teen- uh, yeah, teenage no, like, yeah. books. Yeah, they, they, were, were they were great. The film was potentially it one was of the worst things I've ever awful, seen. Awful, wasn't it? Yeah. I, yeah, I remember going to, I went to cinema and I was like, yeah, this is, this I was shite. about 10 minutes. I was like, this might be. Complete, like walk out of completely honkerinosaurus like just just completely off the chain bad um honkerinosaurus <laughs> but the books books were really good like because yeah. i read them around yeah. that age but they were like they like, were like sort yeah, of teenage james bond thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much, yeah. 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 i could bat i could kick i could kick um a couple of wains in the face for you know a highlight of that one i love the third one was it point break where he slides down the mountain on a on an ironing the, board yeah no, uh, he snowboards down a mountain easy yeah yeah, yeah, they were good books. They were yeah. good books. So that's probably why it's I a shame. It's that. a shame that the film was properly got. Yeah, it's so, good. Sorry, keep going. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's good when a good book gets a good film because that's what it deserves. And then if a, if a film is good, sometimes people go. Oh, yeah, I'd quite like to yeah, read the, the book, book that I was yeah. based on. I'll so go back and read it. And some of the more people who read books. Some of the better. books we could have talked about. Movies we could have talked about. Um, on that in the same vein, we could have done uh, Casino Royale. Oh yeah, yeah totally, all the yeah. Ian Fleming. I mean, Did Ian Fleming completely blank that that was a book. Yep. I know. Well, that's the thing. That's yeah. because the because the films are so iconic. You kind of forget that there's a whole it's a book series. Also got the most recent whole, one. Yeah, a stack of them. Probably the most recent on the list. Um, Ready Player One. I read that after the movie came out. Oh uh, yeah, forgot about that. Did like you see the game, film? Like nostalgia. I, I wasn't movie. a huge fan of the Apparently film. It was crap. I yeah. I mm, wasn't. Wasn't. I'm shaking his head. Not seen it. But. I've not seen it, but. I uh, I don't think it looks good. heavy. Heavy nostalgia. It's like, yeah. oh, remember the eighties? Oh, there's we, the Back to the Future card. There's another eighties reference. I don't remember, I don't remember either. We weren't born. Well, I wasn't born, but most of the people alive in the eighties don't remember the eighties because it was kind of one of those. Generations. If you did it right, you don't Cocaine. remember, no. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, go down here. Brain could, trauma. Could have done drugs. Could have done the Godfather. Oh. I mean, I all these, all book. these yeah. things. I'm like, oh shit, that was a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a movie. Yeah, <laughs> could have done the Great Gatsby. That's one of my favorite ones. But I'm I'm weaning off it since Toby, university. Toby Maguire, classic Tobes. Oh, the Crucible. The Crucible. Uh, bad thing. Pardon? What? <laughs> and you, Mary Warren? Pardon? No, These are all references I don't know. Well, no, Lloyd and I did the Crucible in school, and we, I was a very fourth year we, uh, English. Yeah, we, uh, we we <laughs> shout in Crucible quotes. We loved we loved do, taking quotes out of context from the Crucible. Like, uh, it's what you'd now do with Always Sunny. Yeah, but with yeah. a sort of uh, what year is the Crucible? Let you be gone, Mary Warren. So it's like um, the eighteen um, hundreds in the West. Yeah. The witch trials in Salem. Yeah, the witch trials were before the eighteen hundreds. Like seventeen eighteen. It was when the British were still involved in running America. Well, well pre seventeen forty five then I guess. Yeah, so I think seventeen eighteen was seventy six. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fair. America. <laughs> Stars and stripes. <laughs> Flying, Flying high, high on and the floor. proud. 
Uh, Hanging on the wall. Could have also done Hanging just, just the to run them off because uh, because um, Roldal is the man. Matilda, Fantastic Mr. Fox, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, the film is Willy called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate. Yeah, the film the film of um, Gene Wilder is Willy Wonka. And also, the James Factory. and the Giant Peach. What a movie! That's an incredible film. Oh. oh. We've made a right hash of this. We've we picked have. It. We've picked, yeah. Why we've picked, picked some, all the horror picked some books. To be fair, we've only movies. picked like a couple of ones and gone a bit more in depth. We should have gone fault. into this at the start. And I Cam and I would have been right into it. The, you know, on the, on, like I've not read the books, but we were talking about in the car. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. One hundred percent. Lord of the Rings deserves its own. Who is yeah. the Lord of the Rings? Your dad. Your dad. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. It, it, that needs a whole episode dedicated to itself. I mean. But like it needs it needs to dedicate itself per <laughs> per movie per book. Like Fellowship needs an episode. Two two store two. Oh. For the listeners out there, Jamie is giving Cam. We're still sharing mics. There's only three. Jamie's giving Cam the mic and then just taking it away because he has other things to say. Cam can't like, whipping it away like nobody's business. Here you go, Cam. No, no, gone. I just want to tell you how much I love Lord of the Rings, but I'm not getting the opportunity. <laughs> to. I just love it. <laughs> That's Great. it. That's would definitely you, worth a whole episode. Input? Would you be involved in a, in a podcast dedicated purely just to Lord of the Rings? Yes, if you make sure it's my weekend off. That would be lovely. Also done. Yes. That will happen. Uh, Lord of the Rings season coming soon. We're not talking about The Hobbit, though. No. No, 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 no. Garbage. No. Hot trash. Great book. Great book. Great book. Never read the, the book. only The only Tolkien book I've read. I'm super excited that Rory's got to chip in with the book he's read. You just to, at the tail end, right the end. He you snuck managed, in under the closing barrier. You managed to dodge the Tom Bombadil pish in uh, The Fellowship of the Ring. I, that was real, real I actually sight. quite like Tom Bombadil, but it's a character in the books. Okay, the books. Good. You wouldn't know who he is. <laughs> um, I, I've also got on the list here, we could have done Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, good movie. which is a class book all about taking drugs and being a journalist. Yeah, I think that fits quite Being snugly. There's a whole car- there's a whole category of things which I uh, films about drugs and about getting boozed and things that are more fun to do than they are to watch. Oh, absolutely! If you've ever hung out with a drunk person and you're sober, you're like, actually, this isn't fun. This isn't fun for me. And so, if you're hanging out with a bunch of people who are high as a kite, you're like, actually, this is the worst. You're all terrible. You're stumbling about thinking you're fighting bats, but I'm just trying to get us one place to another. <laughs> Everybody chill out. <laughs> I've also got the last one on my list was Fight Club. Could have done Fight Club. I did not know that was a book. Oh, it's a brilliant book. Yeah, Chuck yeah. Chuck Palahniuk. What was that? What was that? Was Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Palahniuk. Oh, I can't say it. Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, I'm not going to even try. Palahniuk. Palahniuk. There you go. There's another like name. Pontiac. There's a, there's a name of an actor in this that Jamie can't say his name right. He gets his head beaten in. Jared Leto. Oh, well done. There you go. Fuck yeah. you. Oh, Jared Leto. Leto? Oh, Jared Leto? You're not part of the Leto crew? Leto crew. We're all part of uh, his uh, homies? Leto crew. His supporters? Leto's? Leave that silence in. (laughs) (laughs) There's been a few awkward silences. What are we doing next week, Rory? What are we doing next week? I don't know. I'm asking you that. Literary characters part two, guys. I hope not. Fair. Do you have anything else to add before we, we sign off? Because we've, we've run through the list. This has been the world's longest podcast. Hey, hey. False. We can go longer. We could go. We, we are. Do you, want more de- you want more detail on how I feel about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Absolutely not. Fair. And, and any books we could, I've missed out that you could have spoke about? Uh, 
calling the caterpillar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the mic whip away in full effect there. <laughs> calling the caterpillar, maybe? Calling the caterpillar. No, you it's could, a hungry, hungry you caterpillar. You could go... I mean, do comic books count? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, no, they don't. Call comic book a book, even though... It's called yeah, I mean, all Scott the Batman, all it? the Batman, all yeah. Spider-Man. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, that's a yeah. brilliant film. That's a great I film. I love that Batman, film. Any has there any been any Terry Pratchett films? Yeah, because Terry Pratchett writes some good books. Yeah, I think uh, Jim Carrey was in one of them. Yeah. They're quite hard to film, actually, which yeah, is probably a good, which is probably a good thing that p- kind of protects them from being made before their time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because you could sort of see Terry Pratchett like a Jim Henson version where they try uh, and do Muppet versions and stuff and it might work okay. But like, as, yeah. That like would that, be funny. If yeah. they, if you like, I don't know if they've done any Terry Pratchett ones, actually. Mm. They should do because they're good, Cause like good we books. Three, we Three Men would make a great film. class, yeah. yeah. I've got a good one that's just dawned on me. The, the Wind in the Willows. Oh. And have you... That was you, a film. That was a film with... The, that was a film. How <laughs> dare you? It was a film with the Monty Python crowd. Was it? Yeah. So we're in the middle, but based on the book, and then it was like John Cleese is in it. Um, yeah, it's all the Monty Python crew. Was it directed by Terry Gilliam? I'm pretty sure it may I have mean, been actually. Yeah. It. Well, he did Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Did he? Yeah, he, also, he directed that. that. He also did Three Monkeys. Uh, Twelve, 12 Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys. 12 yeah. Monkeys. And Brazil. The, also, any sort of really weird, like weird. What's the movie he did that was Heath Ledger's last movie? Uh, the Imaginarium of Doctor. Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. He did. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yes, he died. Yes, he is, yes. Tra- tragically, but overdosed on painkillers. The Imaginarium yes. of Doctor Parnassus, a book. Uh, not that I'm familiar with. Is it just a? It's very positive. I mean, IP it's got the sort of, of Terry. Gilliam. It's got the sort of terrible name that would be a book. <laughs> yeah. Like I could see that in a bookshop, but yeah. I've not not that I've read or that I'm aware of. Could have done Total Recall. Could have done uh, Blade Runner. It's crazy. I think these, Lots yeah, all these Lots things, books. books, mate. They're good stuff. I think that should really be the, sen- the sentiment that we all come away with this evening is books are good. I'm for nerds. Listen, it's fine. They're class, <laughs> and I won't have it any other way. And on that note... See you later. <laughs> no. <laughs> We've gone Cam on so out. long. Cam's Cam. out. Let's, we need to sign right, off. Right, Rory, now, uh, let's yeah. sign off. Where can you get you on social media if you want to say hi? Uh, if you want to contact the pod personally, if you want to hear a topic that we want to talk about, you can contact us on Twitter at Kittlehood. Kittlehood pod? No, just Kittlehood. Just Kittlehood. Straight up Kittlehood. At Kittlehood. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you want to hear. Maybe we can talk about it. Get us Guessing on it. it's not more books. Let's face it. We'll talk Lord about, knows that didn't go we'll well. We'll talk about anything because we just talked about books and I have never read a book since high school. Gregor, where, where can they find you on social media to try and uh, order a copy of your book? I am available at uh, Rory Kid uh, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. That's R U A R I D H K I double D. Nice. Um, just send me any sort of solicitous images of uh, blonde boys. hot young boys. Blonde little boys. Little blonde be, boys. This will be I the name. I've seen your name on a list somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Rory Kid. You've heard of me. <laughs> this will be the name of the pod now. Episode what? seven. Little blonde boys. Little blonde boys. <laughs> <laughs> please, please take my name off this pod. Jamie, where can we get you? 
Uh, you can get me at Poncho Jock on Twitter, at Jamie the Kid on Instagram. And Cam does not want to be Cam, contacted at all. No, but you can find him on Twitter and Bumble. I've been watching him swiping <laughs> right all evening. All you can also, said, first of all, you've been watching me swipe left. I'm very picky. So. Yeah. Also, catch him on the streets. Catch him on the streets. Because you'll catch him committing crimes. Doing the crimes. Because he's stopping crimes. Is it, is it true that if someone shoots you in the head in a specific point, your brain will blow up. Wrong, wrong quote, but Shit. the sentiment was there. <laughs> yeah. And yes. Yes, true. That's a good Hot Fuzz reference. Class. Ladies and gentlemen, for roughly the last hour and a half, what, what were we on? <laughs> two hours? Yeah, no, I think we almost were on two hours. Almost two hours. You've been listening to Kittlehood, the podcast where we talk fun stuff like <laughs> movies, TV shows, or video games with the odd celebrity impression by my little brother, Rory. Hi. What's your Jack Nicholson impression? <laughs> my Jack Nicholson? That's it's bad. Okay, Sparky. Hey, Sparky. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's Johnny. I'm doing the eyebrows as well. He really does. <laughs> this is the thing. The listeners don't get the full <laughs> physical effect of Rory's impressions because he gets into character. I do it. He is, the face is contorted. It, 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 the it's, it's the oh, arms it's as well. It's the shoulders. Here's Johnny. It's a full, oh my God. It's full body. Uh, if you like this episode, please subscribe and po- uh, to podcast services on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. We post every Monday morning at 8 a.m. just in time for your commute. We're signing off now. Two hours too late. Good night. We're sorry. Bye. Bye. Little blonde boys. <laughs> <laughs>